0: My name is James Rowlands, and in 2015, I started the WNR podcast with my friend,
1: Dan Mike. And every month, we bring you the latest collections, newest content, 205 Live, and the crown jewel of the WNR NXT update.
0: Also each month, the latest pay-per-views, and we are live, not only for the big four, but every takeover as well.
1: Plus, in 2019, we go back 20 years and witness the attitude rise and the WCW's demise.
0: Until we've watched everything, we're with you and we we are the WNR. WNR. Yes, hello, I am James Rowlands, and as always, I'm joined by Dan White, and today it's the Dublin 207, it's WWE WrestleMania, but before we start, let's start with the alternate intro, and turmoil has engulfed the Galactic Republic, the taxation of trade routes to outline star systems in dispute, hoping to resolve the matter with a blockade of deadly battleships, the greedy Trade Federation has stopped all shipping to the smallest planet of Naboo. While the Congress of the Republic endlessly debate this salami Chamber of Events, the Supreme Chancellor has secretly dispatched two Jedi Knights to the Guardians of Peace and Justice in the Galaxy to settle the conflict. And that is from Star Wars The Phantom Menace, which unbelievably came out 20 years ago. But now time for the
1: intro. In 1999, WCW and WWF were the two biggest wrestling companies in the world and for the past couple of years had traded the number one slot. But as the year started, it seemed WWF had a plan to continue its hugely successful Attitude Era, while WCW has seemingly lost the plot. Rather than focusing on younger talents like Booker T, Jericho, Benoit and the Super Over Gold, it instead pushed Over the Hill stars Hogan, Piper and Flair, and continued the NWO, even though it had passed its peak. This year, the WNR Podcasts go back 20 years and witness WWE's rise and WCW's demise. This is WWE versus WCW. Monday Night War, March 1999.
0: Well, we've had WrestleMania 15, and an episode of Raw and Nitro, but we start to build up to Mania with Heat. So we're gonna start off with Sunday Night Heat, episode thirty-five, March twenty eighth, nineteen ninety-nine, the hour before WrestleMania fifteen.
1: So this is basically the WrestleMania kickoff. Yeah,
0: so what better way to kick off than with kickoff? It's something I've never seen, even though I've seen this WrestleMania hundreds of times, I've never watched the kickoff either.
1: Well, Vince McMahon and Paul White interview to start the show announces hype that White is in the rock's corner, hinting again at an alliance between Big Show and Austin. Vince McMahon says the images of this WrestleMania will surpass those Of all before it, he says many of the fans have prayed for Austin to become champion tonight, but most of them are in for a major disappointment. Major Major disappointment. disappointment. Because of three reasons. Reason the first.
0: Well, there's no DQs in a title match is the new stipulation. Stipulation. Number Number two. two. The
1: Rock is the better man.
0: And number three, the sleeping giant with the chair shots and white last Monday, And that Austin is looking at a man who will referee the main event
1: in Paul, White. Well, White says that Austin has gotten his attention and that is not a good thing. Paul tells Mrs. Foley that her son will come home looking a lot different than he came in. The Big Show says that since mankind likes pain, he will love what is in store for him later tonight. And that he will move over Foley on his way to becoming the referee at WrestleMania 15 to make sure the title stays around the waist of the rock he says that he's not afraid of snakes and will skin austin later on when he is finished with mankind and then he says that he's going to sit by the back door and wait for austin to arrive and he will destroy him and throw him in for the rock and that's not the bottom line but the last word Vince concludes by saying Austin has no chance in hell of becoming champion tonight. On
0: commercial the backstage area, Vince McMahon is telling White not to attack Austin because he needs a main event for WrestleMania.
1: And our first match is Ivory with D-Lo Brown going against Jackie with Terry Runnels.
0: Well, announcers hype the fact that Ivory holds a victory over Jackie. Jackie attacks Ivory with kicks and a snapmare. Terry Runnels joins the announce team as Jackie power slams Ivory. Backdrop by Ivory counter power bomb and two leg drops to follow up. Irish ripping a weak power stand for a two. Two. Jackie backed in the corner, beaten by Ivory, kicked to the gut, and a back suplex by Jackie. Free count for Jackie, and just like that, she wins the match. Jackie attacks Ivory as Terry Reynolds comes in and burns her with a cigar. As PMS attacked, Tory runs down and saves Ivory, hitting an alliance between the two. The trainers, EMTs, referees down to check on Ivory from her cigar burn.
1: We get a clip of DX entering the arena as Heat goes promptly to a commercial break. And we see the
0: Mean Street Posse is introduced as a front row at ringside, who's, of course, Shane's Greenwich Posse. White Shane wants to get in the back waiting for Austin.
1: The in Triple H says that he's proved that he's had the biggest flame between him and Kane, and that he says tonight he will take out Kane regardless of whether they are throwing punches or throwing fire. Road Dog takes the mic and says that he has a nut, a slut, and shamrock with his head up his butt, and that three men and D O double D-O-double-G Road Dog says he's in the house and they do it doggy style. B.A. Billy Gunn says he has a triple threat with Mr. Rogers and a goon head. X-Pac then gets on the mark and tells Shay McMahon that he will pay some dues that he has never paid before.
0: We get Rock interview. Rock says he's confident that White is on his side and that Austin wishes he had him. The Rock says he piss on Austin and that he will smack down on Austin's Rudy Poo candy ass. And he will prove to and millions of the Rocks fans that he's the most electrified man in sports entertainment.
1: And we move on to a battle royal. Well, Jarrett and Owen go to the broadcast booth to scout. The participants are Godfather, Steve Blackman, Dido Brown, Test, Droz, Visorup, Midian, The Acolytes, The Legion of Doom come out with Paul Ellering, and Gilberg is called out by Heat goes to commercial. Remember, the last two men standing will face the champions later at WrestleMania. Back from commercial, the public enemy comes out. The action starts. Yeah, and
0: here we go. Everybody's going out. You can see the Harley boys in there as well. So, quite a few tag teams. But it's not one man gets eliminated. It's he, both men have to get eliminated for teams going out. You can still keep in. And Johnny Grunge already gone. And um, Rocco Rock's eliminated as well. So, look, they're eliminated. You've got Ty Gally Singh there in the corner. And only 21 minutes away from WrestleMania 15. And who's going to face tag team champions? It's a weird-ass match to put in here, though, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It is, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like a battle royal with just... Like, I know there is tag teams, but it's not like it's a tag team battle royal. Like we had at the start of WrestleMania 14. It's a random and who will face Owen Hart and Jeff Jat, And that is T. And they're trying to get Vistar over the top now. D-Lo, Droz, Brian, Christopher... And is eliminated. He's gone. That's a bit of a surprise. The big man. I think what tipped over the scales was Gilbert there just showing his strength. And Gilbert there taught him Viscera. Oh, he gets pulled over as well. Gilbert is gone. Oh. No, the streak will not continue. But you've got the Road Warriors in there who've come back now. And that would be a great story. And young Matt Hardy. So it's the Hardys versus the Road Warriors. Oh, my God. DOA have just gone. And so the Animal's been eliminated. Now the Acolytes. Turn their attention to
1: Hulk. He's gone out.
0: And it's not going to be a, a, a dream here tonight, WrestleMania 15.
1: Hardys are still in there, though.
0: Uh, Scott oh, Taylor's just been eliminated. He's He's gone, but Brian is still in there. And Jeff Hardy's a bit of trouble with D'Lo Brown in the corner. And Farouk might be in trouble. Farouk is out of here. Oh, Tiger Ali Singh eliminates him. And now Josie working together even though they have problems. And Tiger Ali Singh is out. The numbers are fitting at the moment. And d oh sends Matt Hardy flying outside. And here comes Jeff O'Brien. Christopher.
1: Oh! Jeff with a huge bump over the top. Well,
0: I mean, it just shows he could give a chance to young talent because a team like that would get their chance a year later at WrestleMania. And Midian's has just been dumped over the top as well. Only seven men left now and Tess's in trouble. Brian Christopher's just been eliminated. And now Steve Blackman's in there. Trying to stop Bradshaw. Of course, Bradshaw's tag team partner's gone. Oh, Blackman's in trouble.
1: Oh, and he's... Is he eliminating Bradshaw as well? Yeah, Bradshaw and Blackman are gone.
0: Oh, my God, we're down to four men. D-Lo, Tess, Droz and Godfather. And so one of these, two of these four men are going to face Double J and Owen Hart for the tag titles like tonight.
1: It'll be a bit of a weird combination.
0: And Jaws and Godfather gone out. So it is Test and D'Lo. Test and D'Lo, they don't realise yet. But Owen Hart's in. He
1: realised and then Owen Hart and Jeff Jarrett are beating down their challengers.
0: So it is going to be a member of the corporation in Test, but he's going to team up with D'Lo Brown. And well, his t-shirt says, don't piss me off. And the tag champion sent him a message with Deborah looking on Dan, What
1: are your thoughts on that back Royal? It was a bit of a mad one, but it is a very innovative way of getting two challengers for the championships, I suppose. Yeah.
0: I mean, is it the right way? Probably not. But it's a little bit of fun seeing having a a battle royal here. And now we know who will face the tag team champions. And it just shows you the tag team division probably wasn't something that was truly focused on in either company in 1999. As we see Paul White looking backstage, he's, of course, waiting for Stone Cold Steve Austin to arrive.
1: We get highlights shown of the Undertaker, Big Bossman feud and Taker's incidents with Vince McMahon.
0: A big Bossman interview as Bossman talks a light go out and Taker starts to talk about how he would destroy the Bossman later on tonight. As Bossman looks up, the brood attacks give Bossman a severe bloodbath.
1: White is shown at the back, throwing tables and the like, as highlights are shown of Austin versus The Rock once again.
0: Well, look, there's Mankind just arriving. He's going to be referee tonight and... Big Show shit, sitting in the chair waiting for Austin. He's <laughs> a as a death for Big Show. Asks what? And now he's going to the attack of mankind. And maybe that wasn't the smartest thing for mankind to do. And the Big Show, <laughs> you see
1: a kick from mankind thrown behind the desk. Now these two are going at it before their WrestleMania match.
0: Now this is crazy. WrestleMania starts soon. Mankind, Big Show going out, and look who's just arrived. <laughs> <laughs> the Rattlesnake. Well, Big Show was waiting for him, but he's missed it, and he's got in. I mean, I really like that heat. It really set it up quite well, didn't it? Yeah, you
1: know? definitely.
0: You got a chance to see the Tag Team Champions. League. Obviously, Ivory got burned, which is a horrible thing to see, but Austin has arrived, and we do move on to uh, WrestleMania 15, the raging climax, the 28th. Of March
1: 1999. Did Valvinus uh, come up with that? <laughs> yeah,
0: it must have done. Wasn't we were in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and 20,000 people, or 20,276 people. Well, Michael Cole, Jerry law Start Us Off on Commentary, and the buy rate, Dan? And it was a
1: 2.32 pay per view buy rate.
0: Which means it's 800,000 buys.
1: And it's up 70,000 from last year.
0: So let's have a look at the card quickly before we start this event. We've got the WF Hardcore title triple threat match. Billy Gunn, the champion,
1: versus Al Snow and Hardcore Holly. W F tag team title match. That's Jeff Jarrett, T and Owen Hart with Deborah versus D-Lo Brown and Test with Ivory. You've
0: got the Brawl for All match, special against referee Vinnie Pazienza, Bart Gunn versus Butterbean.
1: We get a winner gets to referee the main event match, Mankind versus the Big Show.
0: And The WF Intercontinental Title, Fatal Four Way Elimination match of the Road Dogger Champion versus Dust, with Ryan Shamrock versus Ken Shamrock versus Val Venus.
1: We get a singles match, Kane versus Triple H.
0: We've got the women's title match, Sable versus Tori.
1: We got a European title match, Shane McMahon with Test versus X-Pac. Hell in a Cell match of Big Bossman versus The Undertaker and a WWF World Heavyweight title no disqualification match with an undetermined referee just yet The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin yeah
0: so uh, I mean it looks like a good card I think it's going to be interesting we've seen all the build up so let's stop talking and let's start Wrestlemania 15
2: time no beginning no end an infinite procession that humbles our mortality but there are moments in life that transcend our fate memories crafted by gods among men that defy time to forget them these are the moments that echo through the ages always heard never to grow old born of will christened with blood testament to the strong, the mighty, the eminent, deities who defy their own mortality to forge an indelible imprint in the annals of time. Like the mythic gods of ancient Greece, they may thrill us, inspire us, at times make us angry, but they will never let us forget. Night is their night, their battle, their moment of ultimate sacrifice. For this is their theater, their altar, their chance for divinity. Welcome to WrestleMania, the showcase of the immortals.
0: 15. I love Freddy Blasting the thing. I wish they had a guy they could do that with now, like an old guy. Roddy Piper would have been kind of perfect. Kind of grizzled guy just talking about it. It's one of, again, it sends chills, it's one of my favourite openings of WrestleMania ever. Even Michael's cold commentary afterwards is still something that I use to this day. So we are live for WrestleMania 15. I can't believe it was twenty years ago. It freaks me out. My very first live WrestleMania of course, Michael Cole starting us off. But you talk about WSW and WWF and what the differences were. To build up what a proper main event is, what what it means, I think is all that in the opening kind of five, ten minutes of WrestleMania 15 there, you know. You've seen Freddie Blasey giving a speech about what it means to be a legend, the clips of the past. And, you know, you get the fireworks, even boys to men being involved. It feels like it's a big deal, doesn't it, you know?
1: Well, most definitely, yeah. And it is. Probably one of the smallest WrestleMania as well. 20,000 people there.
0: 20,000. I mean, it was a couple of smaller. They're kind of building up towards it. And obviously, it weren't later on that they decided to really go out uh, for, the, for the stadiums. You know, WrestleMania 17 was kind of like the start of it. And it just showed you how popular it grew from the Attitude Era. You talk about buy rates, attendances, and everything like this a couple of years ago. you know, uh, 13, you know, that's where they're struggling. And now you've got the storyline. Nobody can get behind in Austin versus The Rock. We're going to see that here tonight. But we're going to start off with the uh, Hardcore Championship on the line, and now Snow's coming out with his head, and he's been having a problem recently—not only with Bob Holly, but Billy Gunn. But here comes the newly christened Hardcore. What do you think the setting, the setting, uh, the stage, and all that lot?
1: Um, it's it's a bit of a milder one, isn't it? For what we know with WrestleManias, you know, they've got the grand stage nowadays and the different kind of WrestleMania logos. But yeah, you know, it is—it's still got the. Big fight feel to it. Yeah.
0: And I mean, if you compare it to what it was the kind of previous year at WrestleMania 14 as well, you know, I think this is a little bit more grander. I like the, the kind of big 15 sign that does come into play later on as well. But like I say, to really compare it to something that's happened 20 years later, it's kind of not really, really fair. Even back then, I think it's showing, if you compare it to that like kind of WCW and stuff like this, it looks, there's a whole much with a kind of cleaner look about it, aesthetically pleasing. But here comes Billy Gunn. He's a hardcore champ. So, two weeks ago, Billy Gunn winning the Hardcore title of uh, Hardcore. And what should have been Road Dogs match? I mean, for Billy Gunn, are you a fan of him? Would you rather see him in the title match or the Hardcore one now? I'd
1: rather see him in the Continental title. I think he's one of the better workers of this day and age in WWE.
0: I think about that. And it's an interesting way to start the show The Hardcore title. Of course, Kevin's played with Mankind last year being the first champ.
1: Fools count anywhere. No holds barred. No DQ absolutely anything goes.
0: Oh, he got the mic, that so the Philly's a bit re- ready for some hardcore, but Al Snow hit him from behind.
1: Oh, Snow couldn't wait.
0: And I think what's interesting with these three men as well, you think about different characters that they had, especially at this point in time, you know, these men gimmicks at this point, and now come around to what they're kind of best known for now, you know, Al Snow with a kind of head, hardcore Holly slowly getting into it. And of course, you know, the, the Mr. Al, the badass Billy Gun,
1: Or the one Billy Gun,
0: And he gets... Clothesline turned inside out. Now Snow going after him. Now Snow used to be part of the new Rockers called Hardcore Holly, teaming up with the one 2 three kid who's going to be in action later for the European title.
1: It's crazy how, you know, all these stories turn about and, you know, it's, you just see how they progress and adapt with the time. Well, then it
0: showed you what WWE had to do at that time as well is change characters up, make them even more realistic for like kind of hardcore... Uh, the attitude here, as it was, you know, the hardcore division, the kind of cat more edgier Yeah, exactly. Era. And this is what it felt like, you know, coming to the true self. It wasn't really sparky-pluggy. It was more about, you know, kind of beating the shit out of people, which we saw later on with hardcore. I think they do miss a uh, trick with Billy Gunn, but at the moment. He looks in g- oh,
1: control. Well, as you say, that, he gets Irish whipped into the steel stairs, knees first into him, and then just goes sailing over the top.
0: I do, I do love WrestleMania 15, but I want to just see... If it was me, you know what I mean, being a bit biased towards it. But I feel like it's not a boring WrestleMania. You know, it's not really anything. We've got a couple of great moments coming up. And Hardcore Holly, look at the suplex Al Snow. He hits him on those mats. And how thin are those mats, Dan?
1: Well, those mats have been millimeters thick. And it is over pure concrete. Absolutely hell to fall onto.
0: Now Billy Gunn just stomping both men.
1: Standing on the forehead of Bob Holly.
0: And now Billy Gunn drive. But hardcore, but Al Snow hits him from behind. <coughs> well, Al Snow's got a hockey stick, and of course, let's not forget the Philly Flyers play at this arena, and Al Snow has got it in hand. He's not pucking around in this one. He wants to walk out as hardcore champion. And now he's got just some drinks, and he dumps him over hardcore. Billy's up, and he smashes Al Snow in the face with a tray, and now he's got the stick.
1: Oh, snaps over the back of hardcore holly.
0: And now Billy Gunn He's got half the hockey stick and just going after hardcore. Al Snow's come back in with a broom and goes low on Billy Gunn.
1: And snaps a broom over his back. And Al shows some of his martial arts experience. He's been learning from Steve Blackman. And this is the old sticks to the
0: body routine. And could a WrestleMania moment be there for Al Snow to walk out as hardcore champion?
1: So going into this like it was this WrestleMania, who would you be backing on your pay-per-view predictions?
0: I'd probably say Billy Gunn in this one. You know, don't get me wrong. I think Al Snow and Billy uh, Hardcore are the hardcore division at this time. We saw them have a great match last month at St. Valentine's Day Massacre. But you just think star power, Billy Gunn. Unless they've got bigger plans for Mr. Ars.
1: Well, that would be my thinking. I'd say Hardcore Holly and then Billy Gunn, you know, he's going on to bigger and better things.
0: Well, at the moment, he's getting on beating on as Al Snow. Just hitting a stick. Billy Gunn can't get up with that chair. And it's been Al Snow's match ever since he got the broom. Now a chair to the gut of Billy Gunn going to hardcore as well. We've got a bit of everything on this WrestleMania card as well, haven't we? Al Snow, poetry in motion with a chair.
1: Oh, we saw the Hardy Boys on the heat uh, before this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> An easy dub chant, of course. This is the uh, extreme hometown. Al Snow going to use a chair, but hardcore only moves. And he gets censored outside by Gunn. Yeah, we've got a bit of effort. We've got a triple threat hardcore match now. We've got a fatal four-way later. Tag team match, singles match. The women's match thrown in. And the double stone paper probably be eight single matches and one tag team. Al Snow with head. He's just given Billy Gunn head. And then hardcore. He's given two men
1: head in the space of two seconds.
0: And they're out on their feet right now. Al Snow's head is dangerous. But he hasn't had any complaints. As he looks underneath the ring now. Oh my God, he's getting wood. And he's throwing a table into the ring. Perching
1: it up in the corner. Is there blood on the table already? Well, well
0: that's from Big Bossman's uh, bloodbath earlier, surely. Don't call me Shirley. Al Snow's going to Irish it Hardcore into the corner. Oh, no reversal, but Hardcore reverses it back into the other turnbuckle.
1: Gun with oh. a steel chair over the head of Hardcore <laughs> Hollow. Hip tossing Al Snow into the table. <laughs> Billy Gunn's going crazy up in here.
0: And he's getting the fans on their feet. Oh, Al Snow might be out, and I think so with Hardcore. I know he's got Al Snow set up above the chair.
1: Hits the famous on the chair.
0: And I think that's job done going for the cover, but Hardcore with the chair to the back.
1: Nah, capitalises. to Three. Oh my word. Uh, <laughs> Hardcore
0: Holly wins the Hardcore Championship. What a moment for former Sparky Plug. Winlet there.
1: Dan, what are your thoughts on the match? It was a very fun, entertaining, good way to start it up. You know, you can certainly see the crowd was getting into it as well with Billy Gunn. Um, Hopefully there's something bigger and better on the horizon for Billy Gunn. He certainly deserves it. He's a very talented athlete.
0: And he didn't get pinned in this one as well, so that helps him.
1: Yeah, indeed, yeah. Um, Unfortunately, you know, uh, for Hardcore Holly and Al Snow, this is kind of like the hot destined to reach. In WWE, yeah. you know, uh, a lesser mid-card title, if you will. But so
0: these guys were probably dreaming of having a, of being at WrestleMania, and now they get a chance, even if it is, you know, the hardcore division. It's great to see that they're involved, you know, and, 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 and being a part of it. And, it, and it, like I said, a quite a fun little match, and hardcore walks away. Uh, as we move on, of course, we, say, we saw earlier tonight on Heat, d Lay Brown and Test winning the Battle royal with Jeff Own Hart on the attack. And the tag team title is going to be on the line next. And they, the tag champions probably could dictate when the match would happen. And second match, it's very smart for Ramon Hart and Jeff Jarrett. And that's je double t What are your thoughts on the Jarrett uh, Hart tag team at the moment?
1: It's, it's a bit of a weird one because they are both talented guys. And, you know, you would think that later on in their careers or, you know, in the next year or so, that they could definitely be in line as being one of the top guys in the company you know, going for the heavyweight championship or the WWF championship but I think there is there is too many guys that could potentially be the number one guy that they'd mm. get drowned out if you know what I mean Yeah, you know, yeah you've yeah. got Triple H Undertaker, Kane, Mankind uh, Big Show now you know that's seven just straight off the bat yeah.
0: but I do love a fairy tale story you know like a Rocky story of an old guy maybe not having a chance and I think you could have done that with your own heart I mean, it's interesting to see he turned down the feud, you know, to go with Deborah, because he was a family man. He loved his wife, loved his kids. You know, he didn't want to be portrayed as that with the Attitude Era, and maybe that stopped it. But here comes Test anyway. He's making his first WrestleMania appearance.
1: Yeah, wearing a very interesting t-shirt. Guns don't kill people. I kill mm. people, and well, he he tragically dies. He
0: did. He did. And this is the unfortunate thing. You know, only twenty years ago, and how many people we have unfortunately lost. In this, we saw Viscera earlier, of course, in, in the battle rule. Uh, and now we've got Test and, of course, Owen Hart in this one.
1: Yeah, and these two guys, I think they're struggling to get along. It's only playing more and more into the hands of Jarrett and Owen.
0: And Ivory, of course, got a banjo on her face where she got burned on heat by Terry Reynolds. And here comes Deborah, And she's dressed for WrestleMania.
1: She's not wearing a lot for WrestleMania. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, enough is enough. It's time to change my word
1: (laughs) that that vest as well don't piss me off
0: and the king going crazy on commentary
1: who'd have thought 20 years later he's having a match against Elias
0: I know it's mental isn't it what Jeff Jarrett managed to do in his career after holding the WF hostage and what could have been ivory looking on can't believe Deborah
1: trying to start a rival promotion
0: and d shaking his head he's not happy but d I think, tremendous talent as well, maybe not utilised correctly, but I think he had a bit of personality in him as well, like the Mark Henry tag team that they had. Maybe we're going to tag titles on the lot. Got to make do with Test. Well, Test has got
1: to make do with d Well,
0: Test would want a member of his corporation, and d I'm sure, would want Mark Henry there. Mark told You
1: could see what Deborah had for breakfast.
0: And d and Test going on the front early, and what a story this would be if they can walk away with tag team titles against these two veterans.
1: Yeah, coming straight out of the blue and having Tess in your corner. I mean, you know, he has been a legitimate threat since debuting not so long ago, even if he is green and can't close on someone <laughs> over the top rope. <laughs>
0: yeah, he said that wrong time, but no, I completely agree with you. And it shows you the options, you know, with WF. It's like, look, if you're young and you come up here, we're going to give you a chance. Or if you're someone like you jump over from WWE, W, we will as well. And Dino's definitely got a spring in his step.
1: Well, it's WrestleMania, baby! Hitting
0: a big hip toss, an Irish whip. Taking out Jeff Jarrett. Irish rip reversed and back elbow by D-Lo. Tagging in the big man Test.
1: And Owen gets a tag in as well. Jumping over the rope. Ducking Test clothesline and hitting with a few chops. Oh, but runs into a boot to the midsection. Gut wrench oh. powerbomb. This could be over.
0: Going for the so cover, but no. Owen
1: Hart managing to kick out.
0: Oh. And now Test might be looking for the pump handle slam and finishing this one early.
1: Owen with a backslide, though. Goes for the kick. Gets caught in Seguri.
0: And that is such a dangerous move. And Owen is going to try and put the sharpshooter and finish this.
1: d though, bouncing off the ropes and punching Owen Hart in the head. Breaking it up.
0: Not bad tag teaming. Uh, oh, Jeff Jack knocks off the apron by d But that gives Owen Hart a chance to hit the spinning heel kick and take out D-Lo. d uh, And Owen Hart... Making his eighth WrestleMania appearance here tonight as well. Bloody hell. So you see how, how experienced he is. Of course, last year losing his Triple H European Championship. But he faced he, and defeated Bret Hart at WrestleMania 10 in one of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. So you talk about guys been there and done that. Tremendous talent. Jeff in now. It's like split the difference on d And that's the difference between two good
1: individuals and a
0: great tag team. They're working for each other here.
1: Kicking away, Delo tags in Owen, and these guys are working together for a while now. And uh, Delo and Test paired up literally, what an hour ago? No,
0: exactly. If that, you know, Delo double clothesline to Jeff Jarrett, and Owen Hart slamming Jeff down, no going after Owen. Delo's definitely in control this one. Right hand, beautiful calf
1: kick there from Delo. <coughs> now right hand Irish rip reversed by Jeff gets caught by Delo, hits him with a set out power bomb. But Owen there to break
0: it up. Oh, and Deborah getting on the apron now, but Tessin sending Owen to the outside.
1: But Ivory's there to pull Deborah off the apron.
0: And now these two women fighting. We might have a cat fight here. Jeff trying to slam D D-Lo, but D has got him. Gonna go for the power bump.
1: Owen Hart off the top rope. Hits a drop kick.
0: Go for the pin. Cordera two, sees it. Free. And test was arguing because PMS have come out here now, but the tag team champions of of the title in, in weird circumstances. Dan, what are your thoughts?
1: Um, wouldn't it have given him a bit more legitimacy to win, probably a bit more um, convincingly, you know, as opposed to a roll-up victory. Oh
0: my God! Now and Dino Brown going. At it. i would have spent a little bit more time, but I mean, I mean, it was it was it was good enough. Well, it was because not happy. So they didn't become Tag Team Champions here tonight.
1: And that is the last time them two teamed up.
0: Well, Ivory says she can take care of herself. I don't know why Tess got involved. <clears throat> but up next, Dan, up next is probably one of my favourite WrestleMania moments of all time. Because, yes, we've watched it before, most ridiculous, but now we've got Butterbean versus Bart Gun. And it takes about 10 minutes to set it up to what is the greatest moment possibly of all time. Bart Gunn's got really strong left hand, Dan, right? He's really dangerous when you remember that. He cuts people up. He destroys Steve Williams. He was the pick to go through and be the next threat to Steve Austin. He ruined it. We watched the Brawl for all last year and thoroughly enjoyed it. Brato and Larry Scott picking Bart Gunn.
1: Ray Rinaldi.
0: Yeah. I mean, <coughs> they're boxing experts, Dan. They wouldn't get this wrong. They're Experts?
1: X-Men. Well, I've seen Butterbean, X-Men. he was on X-Men. Jackass and he knocked out Johnny v- uh, Johnny Vegas, Johnny Knoxville.
0: Yeah, I know, and we've seen him. I used to have a game with Butterbean in as well. Oh my God, we see Isaac Hayes. He was at the Rage Party last night, we'll get on to that in a little bit. Well, Vinny Pazienza, the former middleweight champ, is going to be refereeing. he's not going to take anything for granted. And there is a great moment in all these kind of shenanigans as well. Because of the ringside judges. And a couple of them are really important. Well, You've got Kevin Rooney as a judge. He's not really that important.
1: Is that Wayne Rooney's dad?
0: It is Wayne Rooney's dad. They look very similar. You can see the resemblance. But this man boxed Muhammad Ali, wrestled Andre the Giant. The film Rocky was, was was based on his life as well. Chuck Wepner, Boston Bleeder. And the final judge, Dan, this is his last appearance on WF television and an absolute legend. And it's upsetting seeing him the way he is at this time. But you can see the ovation. And one of the greats in Gorilla Monsoon died shortly after s 15. Well, here comes Butterbean. He's ready for business. You know, a bit of backstory. Bart Gunn did come off the um Brawlfall Tournament. Then they did fuck all with him. They weren't even allowed to really train or anything like this. And they put him in a match with a guy who's a professional boxer right now. Uh, it's, it's fucking stupid when you think about it. But well, it's the, an big sh- the big show done player. well
1: against Floyd Mayweather. Yeah,
0: and, and Aki Bono. So, you know, <laughs> they've got two guys here. This is another one of those matches. of like, really? It happened at WrestleMania? And here comes Buck. I'm getting a left hand. He looks ready for business here tonight. Three
1: one-minute rounds. So, the longest it can go is for three minutes <laughs> <Yeah>. anyway.
0: <laughs> so, one three one one one-minute rounds. And it'll be judge we'll judge it Dan at the end of each round as well. We'll look at it, be very impartial, and see who has got it best here. But but ready for action. And Dan, I'm gonna go Bart gun in this one. I think he's gonna shock the as well. world. And Vinny Pazienza there getting involved.
1: He's got height, he's got speed over mm. Butterbean. He's
0: Deadly left hand.
1: A deadly left hand.
0: That's what Michael Cole is telling us.
1: He's a Southpaw, so he's gonna catch him unawares.
0: Here we go. Butterbean starting. Oh left and the right and Bart Gunn trying to dodge it. He's just gotta get got to get involved in the early game, just gotta fill out fill his way into it. But
1: oh uh oh But gun but oh he's caught Guns rocked, guns down.
0: Uh oh. Okay, right. Not the best of starts. Uh oh. He
1: can get back into
0: this Yeah, line. it looks a bit faded, but don't worry, just catch your breath back. You're twenty seconds in at the moment, you know, you've got some time. Thirty seconds left of this round, nice and easy.
1: Oh! <laughs> Pow! <laughs> oh! Good night,
0: Gun. <laughs> and he woke up at WrestleMania 18. Butterbean has just destroyed Bart Gunn.
1: So do you reckon when he was having a meeting about this in the <laughs> back with Vince McMahon, he was saying, "Look." You know, this is gonna be just an exhibition, you know, we we just tickle each other, have a little knock about God damn it, son, that's all it's gonna be. <laughs> and, and he said, Butterbean, kill him. Kill him. Get
0: him. My God. what an absolute wicked shot there. And But gun struggling to get to his feet. Gorillas ask him, You're right, son, Jesus Christ.
1: But I don't wanna to go to school today, <laughs> mommy. <Marty. laughs>
0: that was the first knockdown we're seeing, and Butterbean forty one. But made it up, but...
1: Pow! <laughs> Overhand right, and Butterbean knew he was going down. Uh, oh, no, that's the first, was first
0: one. one. again.
1: Show us the second one.
0: Here we this go, is this is the it. second one.
1: Boom! <laughs> Fucking hell. His head snapping like...
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ, oh my word. Did I win? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you won. You won, Butterbean. 35 seconds. Uh, Classic, there's a full again. (laughs) Oh my God, God. I love that moment. I love it.
1: Just checking with the uh, the, uh, adjudicators as well, just to make sure they've got the right... No,
0: we've got to start again, Bart. We didn't get it on camera. (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
1: So where does this wellness policy... Not the wellness policy, but like the concussion policy and things like that.
0: My god, it definitely wouldn't be allowed now. That is sick but
1: The Gobbledygooker No, it's not the Gobbledygooker, it's the uh the Philly Flyers mascot.
0: Well, it's a chicken out here and he wants to fight Vinny Pazienza. Oh, oh he's just mugged him off. <laughs> oh no. We don't don't pretend to urinate on him, Vinny's not gonna be happy about that. Spanking him now. And what's Vinny gonna
1: do? Oh! <laughs> uppercuts him on the beak and tells him to suck it. Oh, my God. But the chicken's up. Chicken didn't sell it.
0: Can he get a chicken? Oh, the yeah. chicken. Right oh, we didn't see the end of it. Uh, what we are seeing is what we saw at the end of Heat as well with Mankind and Big Show brawling around and that led Austin to come in unpeded and get ready for the main event match even though Big Show promised to get hold of him. And up next, we're going to find out who the referee's going to be for our main event, because it's Mankind versus The Big Show. Well, Mankind saying he's beat everybody who's put in front of him, beat The Undertaker, beat Stone Cold Steve Austin. And tonight, he's trying to be a nice guy, but he's angry. And you see if you have a nice day.
1: No chance music going. That's only Vincent Kennedy McDam.
0: No, of course, member... Of a corporation.
1: No, it's the big shows. It's the
0: show.
1: You see what they're like nowadays with that theme tune. What they uh, see what they're like in these days with a theme tune. Nowadays, everyone sings along to it. Yeah.
0: Well, you got no chance in hell, and that's what is telling Mankind he's getting ready for his first WrestleMania appearance. A man who made a decision to make the leap and now involved at WrestleMania. Do you think he made the right choice?
1: There's no two ways about it. Of course, he made. Even if I, you know, even if you was watching this live as is, you would still think him coming across here is the better place for him. He's in a definitely better. You know, how can you kind of be the big guy when you've already got a big guy in Kevin Nash, and he's pretty much calling shots, you know, and doing things backstage? It's like, well. You know, if there's a spot calling for a big guy, there's only going to be one person taking it, yeah. Kevin Nash. I'm going to go to this company. And you could argue this
0: is a co-main event at WrestleMania, how much it's been featured recently. Yeah. Obviously, it needs to be early on in the car because, you know, you need to recover to be a referee later tonight. But, you know, I think it's going to mankind, unfortunately, to start of the year, really, on and off, and to not be involved in the total opportunity some way. I think if it was 20 years later, it would be involved the triple threat but he's not he's got to go against the Giant and he started off really strong with lefts and rights and now he's got the clothes on hits two
1: and just runs into a big boot and there's
0: a huge Foley chant and Big Show takes down Mankind
1: well you know that if Big Show's in charge he's going to be very biased Mankind there's more of a chance that he's it more or less down yes. the middle
0: yeah I mean you know he's had wars with Rock and Austin and you think Mankind's more of a chance than I think if Big Show does win, then the problem is is that the corporation, you know, will be in charge of main event, especially Vincent Mann pulling the strings. And Mankind trying to make this into a fight of his own, going, trying to get him into the stairs, make it into a brawl. Right-hands and then sends him into the stairs. Big Show's not really started yet. Mankind's had him stagging till then. And he's going to go for
1: the double arm DDT. No, he gets shoved back first into the steel steps and... <laughs> Typical Mankind selling it the way he does as well.
0: I'll fold up like an accordion. You no, know, A headbutt by the Big Show going after Mankind.
1: And this is a completely different person that we've seen since he was the giant in WCW as well.
0: He's more human in a weird way, even though he's angry. We've seen more yeah. about Paul White and who he really is.
1: Well, you see, he's more of a badass here. As I don't know, he was kind of... I think having... You know, on a card where... Well, in a place where he is the legitimate big, strong guy. But you had Goldberg as a strong guy. You had Kevin Nash as the big guy. You had, like, Bam Bam Bigelow was floating about as well and he was getting billed. It's like you've not got anyone like him over here. You've got The Undertaker, but he's his certain own character and Kane as well. But they've all
0: got... Like you said, they are completely different... But you've got Test, other.
1: who's more of a generic big guy, whereas the big show, I think he's a lot better worker than Test.
0: Well, the thing is with the big show is that you need to sell correctly. You can't oversell for smaller opponents in that way. You know, that's why Andre Day Giant became such a huge star, because he chose what to do, you know. And the thing yeah. with Hogan was, like, it finally happened. And, you know, to already lose to Stone Cold Steve Austin, does that take away from the big show? Or is it a learning curve? You know, as we saw longevity, 20 years, it did work out, but maybe he didn't become as huge a star as first thought.
1: Yeah, well, the Big Show nearly fucked himself up when he got clotheslined over the top rope. He had his chin underneath the bottom rope and <coughs> kind of, luckily enough kept his head back so he didn't seriously injure himself. He yeah. could have enzoed himself. Oh,
0: exactly, he comes stepping back in. But Mad kai has got Sucko
1: out. Looking he's... for the mandible claw, but Big Show breaks it, gets caught in it again.
0: And now he's got it down the gullet of the big man. And Big Show faded, but a huge right hand. Trying to fight out. Oh, and the third time as well. And Big Show now. Might be fading. That man, McClaw is beating every ball. Low blow. Anything goes. <laughs> and he's going to drop down to a knee. Man, guys, going to be special guest referee. Big Show's going out.
1: Could he be 0 and 2 in WWE?
0: <laughs> it looks that way at the moment. singles matches. It's not looking good for Big Show. Fading. Oh my word. He didn't even let it drop for two. And now Big Show slowly coming to life.
1: He's got mankind on his back. No, don't do it. Oh. Drops that whole 500-pound weight onto the stomach and lower regions of Mick Foley. Mankind. Oh. And that is man, very
0: unkind. Oh my God. Mankind may be out. I mean, it came crashing down and it hurt inside. Oh, my God, a Mankind coughing. He might have internal bleeding here.
1: A few broken ribs. And the Big Show just adding insult to injury, kicking the ribs, stomping on Mankind.
0: And the Big Show's lost his temper here. And Mankind's <laughs> been beaten up, but is it all going to come to a head? Is it going to be destroyed, broke the camel's back for Mankind? No, Big Show's got the chair. And it isn't no disqualification. God. Oh, <laughs>
1: fucking hell down old back big guy oh my god Big Show with a chair right in front of the referee a shot across the back and it bent the chair so much that he's had to get another chair well oh, he
0: should be disqualified No Hebner saying I'm going to disqualify if you keep doing it Big Show's like go on do it I dare you
1: if you do it ten more times you're getting disqualified
0: well oh, I don't know what else the Big Show can do if you just pin Mancar now I think it would be over
1: but he's, he wants to punish him.
0: Oh, he does. And he's got the chair set up. He's got two chairs set up there. And this doesn't look good for Mankind. Uh-oh. Mankind's caught in a chokeslam. No. Oh. Through the two chairs. And now Hebbler says enough is enough. It's time for a change. Yeah, and he's disqualifying the Big Show. Big show, salting Mankind with the chairs. Mankind wins the match. He's going to be referee later. Yes, well, if he can make
1: it out to referee
0: the well, match. yeah, to be fair, doesn't look great at the moment. And Big Show, you see the chair's dented. And I think he lost his temper and forgot what it was. And Mag, uh, Mr McMahon coming out here now. Yeah, they're chatting arsehole, Mr McMahon's coming out here. And Vince McMahon coming out here saying, what are you doing, Big Show?
1: Did you not follow the plan?
0: Well, Mister man said he's not going to let it happen, but he could have cost me the WF Championship. Oh, and he turned Big Show around. He said, don't walk away. Don't make that mistake. And he's wagging his finger. Big Show's got Man around the throat. Oh. oh. But he's not going to choke slam him. Going to his senses. Mr. Man was shot for a second. He's hot tem- He's hot-tempered. And he's still putting at Big Show, so you got me loyal to Vincent McMahon.
1: Oh my oh. god. <laughs> and the first time we've seen the WMD, the knockout punch. <laughs> and that certainly worked <laughs> on Vince. Well, McMahon sat the big
0: show. He responded with a knockout punch. He gets the biggest pop he's had in a
1: long while. He's like McMahon's like, right, I'm gonna make you a star. <laughs> yeah. It's like he's done the same thing to Kevin Owens, to Austin, to everyone. He uses himself to put other people over. Well. Just, uh, just lump me.
0: The Big Show is furious. he do what he wants to do. He won't be told by Mr. McMahon. And Vince is out.
1: And there's going to be some consequences. But I think Vince is going to lose out more to this. Because obviously Big Show's not going to be in the Rock's corner later tonight for the match. Yes. And Mankind are probably more down the line referee is going to be refing the match.
0: But as you made your point, I, Mankind has not moved. All Mankind is still down at this moment in time. You've got worried at the punishment that he's taken and now Vincent Mann has got to deal with that as well. Can
1: I just counterpoint with Mankind got choked down through a hell in a cell and he came out for the main event?
0: There's no doubt that he wants to make it, but whether he'll be allowed to make it will be a different thing. But we see more stories being told with the big show now, Planting Vincent Mann. And you know, I loved that moment. It's great, you know what WMD. I mean. After, after have something like that, he's right. You know, cheers you up. And now the stooge is here to take Mister McMahon away. And mankind seriously injured. The stretcher here to take him off. And then the stooge is taking McMahon away. I don't think he knows where he is. He's... The Legion of Stooge. He thinks at WrestleMania three, and he's heading back. And we've never seen mankind stretchered out before. And that's what we're seeing here tonight. Mankind stretch it out.
1: Does that put put the big show over as a legitimate threat?
0: And I think it puts Mankind a threat to referee the main event later tonight as well. Or McMahon wants the cops called and he wants that son of a bitch arrested right now. But you didn't know that. Oh,
2: you didn't know.
0: Well, your ass better call somebody because the Intercontinental champion road dog. It's coming at you here right now. Let's hope he does
1: better than uh, Badass Billy Gunn did and keep his title. You damn right. You see it's me, it's me, it's that D-O-double-G.
0: G-O-Double-G. Boys and girls, children, children of all, all ages, D-Generation X. X proudly brings you. you, it's,
1: it's Intercontinental, Intercontinental
0: Champion, Champion of the World, world. Uh, the road out oh, Jesse, Jesse James, the New Big. Age Outlaws. Hello,
2: ladies.
0: <laughs> Hello, gay boys. Hello. So Val Venus coming out here. Ryan Shamrock has been involved in all of them. So Val Venus coming out and Ryan Shamrock was involved with Val originally making some movies with him, and then of course with Gold Dust as well. Now,
2: I came, I saw, I came again.
0: Now Val Venus and maybe a character would work nowadays as a porn star. But I think a solid enough worker. I think that's what we're seeing with the Incarnate Championship. Maybe nothing, you know, like Road Dog, Good on the mic. Maybe not the excellent worker. But Valvinas, solid enough. The characters are definitely there as well. Well, Valvinas saying the belt will keep his trousers on when he wins it again. Because he beat Ken Shamrock for the title before losing to the Road Dog.
1: Is it Goldust or is it Triple H?
0: (laughs) Well, I'm not sure. I don't know if he's got a big bazooka down his trousers at the moment. Valvinas has got that covered. And what a weird relationship blue meaning Goldust has got.
1: And it's now time for the most dangerous man in the world. I think Ken shouts
0: someone I really like, and I'm not sure about his positioning. Yeah, he's still involved in the intercontinental title hunt as he was last year, but last year he was facing The Rock, and he basically beat The Rock as well until shenanigans afterwards. Since then, turning heel, joining the corporation, being involved. I think he's lost a step or two. I think he's holding him back a little bit. I think the face maybe worked a little bit better. And now involving his sister. I don't think Shamrock could have worked. And he looks to win back. his in the kind of title. He's the only kind of serious character involved in this at the moment. And Shamrock's going to get involved straight away. And Goldust going after him. And Valvinas and Road Dog fighting. So this is elimination.
1: Last man standing will be the IC champ.
0: Back over by Shamrock. And Hurricane Runner takes Goldust out of the ring.
1: Turns his attention to Val Venus. These two guys have still got a bit of beef working with the road dog. DX and the corporation working <laughs> together only momentarily till Shamrock clotheslines road dog.
0: He says to what I can do what I want. As he goes after the Intercontinental kind of Champion.
1: God, brutal Irish whip there, send road dog back first into the corner. Is Venus waiting for a tag in or something?
0: Yeah, they're going to tag each other. Gold does yeah. up on the other side as well.
1: It's a bit of a weird fatal four-way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, you'd want to be on the outside then, wouldn't you? You wouldn't want to be tagged in.
0: Yeah, you stay out there until these two men eliminate themselves, and yeah. then you could be like, "Yeah, all right, we'll be fighting for the intercontinental title." This is road dog with a drop kick, and he slaps Goldust in. I think that's what Road Dogg's thinking right now. Goldust, a five-time intercontinental champion, just spine busts Ken <laughs> Shamrock.
1: So, kind a prediction, wise, James. Who would you have? I gone got for? back my
0: man Ken. I mean he's well world's most snap free ankles here tonight on the way to winning as Val Venus tags himself in.
1: I'd go with Gold Dust. I think he's got the ball in his court at the moment, you know, he has got Ryan Shamrock there, he's got the blue Meanie. And he's gold.
0: But alas, will it be a distraction here? You know, meaning Shamrock already arguing at ringside just hit a back suplex and Venus, but he got up at two.
1: Two. But I think, you know, having Ryan Shamrock in his corner, it's going to kind of slightly distract Val Venus and Ken Shamrock. And Blue Meanie, well, he can distract Road Dog.
0: (laughs) And Val Venus, beautifully getting out of the move, hits a Spine Buster.
1: Oh, Goldust managing to kick
0: out.
1: Oh. See, Ken's already distracted by Blue Meanie and Ryan.
0: Well, Venus ducks his head, runs right into Goldust with a clothesline, trying to get rid of Venus, but manages to get Shoulder off at two. Two. Now Venus looking for the fisherman
1: suplex. Hits it. Two,
2: oh,
1: Oh. Only a two count. Two. I think Goldust needs to tag out of there for a bit. Irish rip reversed. Both men bang into each other. Goldust falls down. Oh. Straight into the Golden Globes. <laughs> Shamrock's in for no apparent reason. DDT's Goldust. Well, he wants to keep fighting, and Road Dogg's in now, and he DDDs he, Val
0: Venus. Oh, Goldust, just back to his feet, goes over to Venus. To, oh, Venus just managing to kick out. Oh. Uh-huh. If Shamrock can again arguing, said it was free. Road Dog just knocks out Goldust again. So you make a tag, and Road Dog said, yeah, I'm a legal man.
1: I tagged him in the head. Oh, a huge slap across the chest to Venus. <laughs>
0: And you would think this type of match favors Road Dog, who's accustomed to tag teaming, so it may maybe be playing more in his favor, even though he probably be looking for the hot tag for Billy Gunn later on.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you don't DDT your partner.
0: And Val double clothesline to Road Dog.
1: Well, Val looking for the gut range suplex, but Road Dog managing to counter out.
0: And Road Dog's got vicious right hands, trying to twist the arm. Just as a clothesline.
1: A bit of shake, rattle, and roll from Roadie. Huge right hand. Tells Goldust to suck it, lures him in. Oh, Sharok there. Rodog getting so, Goldust though. Missing his cue. <laughs> <clears throat> shake, rattle, and knee drop.
0: And now Rodog up on a second and all. Val from behind. Yeah. Goes for the cover, but Rodog gets his shoulder up at two. Two. And is constantly in Ryan's ear.
1: And Road Dogg now might be going for the pump handle slam. And he gives Venus a bit of his own medicine. Hits the pump handle slam. Let's hit a doggy style. But can't go for the pin. Shamrock tags himself in. <laughs> On the back of uh, Road Dogg's head. Shamrock gets the foot up. Takes down Venus. Got the ankle lock- locked in. Val Venus got nowhere to go. Venus struggling in the ankle lock. Just managing, uh, Venus just managing to get to the bottom rope.
0: Well, Shamrock can't believe it. Arguing with the ref. Venus struggling to get to his feet.
1: They swapped corners. And now Shamrock sent over the top. And Ryan's going to come out and talk to her brother. It sends Shamrock halfway up the entranceway.
0: And now these two men farting up. The entrance <coughs> and the referees counting. I said, the problems for these two are far from over. Shamrock sending Venus to the barricade, realised to get counted.
1: Double count out. Both men are DQ'd. Venus out this match, it's down to Goldust and Road Dog. Uh oh. <laughs> Shamrock snapped. Belly to belly for Goldie. Uh-oh. He's got Road Dog. Belly to belly for him as well. Timmy, is the ref going to get one?
0: Timmy, be very careful with Shamrock's got that look in his eyes. No? Well, there we go. Shamrock is a beast. But he's not going to be Intercontinental Champion here tonight.
1: One of these two men that's been planted into the matters.
0: you got to think Goldust has got the advantage... Because of Meanie and Ryan in his corner.
1: That's why I went for Goldust. Goes for the cover to Oh, oh. no, Roadie managing to kick out.
0: Oh. And now Goldust looking on. And he's gonna Irish ri Rodog. And it's a first. And Ryan grabbing the feet, thinking it was Roadog. But it's Goldust, and so look at Meany. Went for a power sound, but Rodog rolled through the pin! Hits the three and retains his <laughs> title. Oh. Well, Meanie shouting at Ryan Shamrock. It was basically her fault.
1: And Roderick walks out of here, Dan. What are your thoughts on that? It's a very innovative way of finishing it. And, yeah, you know, it was good. I enjoyed the match, you know, the way that Shamrock and Venus, their kind of personal rivalry, got them both counted out. You got a bit of heat between Goldust and Ryan Shamrock. And, you know, Blue Meany's kind of getting in her face now because she's accidentally done wrong.
0: And it is continuing the story of Venus and Shamrock feud because Vodog getting out of here with the gold. So it's the first member of DX to get victory tonight. And Ryan Shamrock getting told we will get to step in." And Meany loves his mummy. Well, Goldust kissing Meany, making it better. And look at this. Paul White. He's getting taken away by, it looks like, the entire police force. The Big shake could barely fit in the back of the police car, but he's getting arrested here tonight.
1: They brought the whole police force, but yet only one policeman is escorting him to the station. <laughs> two policemen are escorting him to the station.
0: Well, up next is going to be what I think... Well, up next is going to be Triple H versus Kane. And this feud's been very entertaining to build up towards it.
1: Well, we've seen... Kane accidentally hitting China with a fireball. Triple H hitting Kane with a fireball. So, by my count, China's got to hit Triple H with a fireball.
0: <laughs> well, maybe that would be the right thing to happen tonight. But it uh, said three weeks ago, Kane was shot to K- uh, China's face.
1: T- China's taken a few shots to the face, but and right this one's right in the eye.
0: And Kane carrying her away. And then we saw last week, Triple H dressed as gold dust. So, Kane suffered superficial burns. But Kane is out here. What have you thought of Kane, Triple H, feud?
1: That has been entertaining. Keep both these guys busy. And, you know, you know, these, this is going to be a very ferocious battle between these guys. And it's not going to make either one of them look weak. As long as they get in enough and a good bit of offense, you know, it has the potential to put both guys over. Because, you know, Kane is a legitimate threat, a legitimate monster. And Triple H, he's kind of someone on the up and up. Not even held a WWE Championship yet. No, and it's a
0: bit weird to think last year he's facing an own heart for the European title now he's against Kane. Kane came in and, you know, last year at WrestleMania he's facing Undertaker. So he's definitely a main eventer. Now Triple H mixed with him and can he hold his own against someone who has been so dominant and featured in main events? And Triple H as leader, with got to set an example. It's all kind of started over China, but it's involved if his Triple H can step up to the main event scene. But I think Kane's played his character great as well, showing a bit of kind of, I don't, you know, i kind of feel sorry for him in a way. You know, the vulnerability that he's shown is it, kind of great that he can do so much underneath the mask. You know.
1: Well, yeah, you know, we had him coming in. He was a complete monster. Um, you know, basically unfazable, a complete crazy. And as we say that, wait a minute, the chickens out here again. They're trying to attack Kane.
0: And what the hell's it? Pete Rhodes <laughs> <laughs> Pete Rose is out here. Well, last year at WrestleMania. Kane tombstone Pete Rose, and looks like Rose is out here for revenge. Why would you do it again, Pete? No! Not again. Oh! Pete Rose tombstone. Oh, my God. And that's Kane's match over. There you go. Well, the thing is about this mania already is... It's not like, as like what like kind of big moments, but the little moments that have happened have really been enjoyable for the show. Just even like that, Pete Rose, the you know the butterbean thing that we saw.
1: I'm lucky I'm not a fucking epileptic as well because
0: then Flash is are... yeah, They yeah, are they are heavy, like... yeah. And even a big show knocking out Vincent Man earlier. Yeah. But Kane, yeah, he's gonna get ready for his match now. I think this is this, this, this mania, this WrestleMania had more people stretched and taken away by people than any other. We saw man, McMahon taking out Mankind. We saw Pete Rose. Bart Gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two people knocked out by big right hooks. So was it Pete Rose who took the punch earlier as well then? <laughs> no, Pete Rose won't try it next year, surely.
1: Don't call me Shirley, but he would be stupid if he did try.
2: Oh, well,
0: here comes... Triple H and the music plays. I do know what you told me to do. Yeah, and oh wait a minute! Triple H from behind. Oh, oh low blow on Kane. Well, he
1: had the fireworks there ready to go off, but he didn't need them. Well, Triple H's plan was to come from behind straight off the back, and it's slowly paying off for him.
0: And now he's going straight to work on Kane. Well, uh, Triple H thinks that Kane took China away from him. And a big boot by Kane. <coughs> oh. Triple H backdrops Kane to the outside.
1: Rips his t-shirt. This is the first chance to see Triple H as a legitimate contender and a badass and a potential future heavyweight champion.
0: And he's giving it his all in the early going. Take the attack onto Kane. Kane with a close line. Triple H dodges it. Now sends Kane into the
1: ring post. Going to Irish rip him. Oh! Sends him into the steel stairs. Well, Kane went flying into him then. Holla, holla, holla! Teddy Long's in charge of this match.
0: And Now Kane struggling to get back in the ring. Triple H won't
1: stop the attack though. Big knee. Oh, sends Kane head onto the barricade from the ring apron. Baseball slide, sending Kane into Barry Cade again.
0: Kane sent into the announce table. Throw back in. Triple H with the right hand. Rocking Kane. Kane's not been able to get into it since. And just like that reverse Yara Shrimp with a big boot to the face, knocking Triple H down.
1: Sends him over the top rope, eliminates him from the rumble down to them right below.
0: Now, how thin are those, mats?
1: They're just mere millimetres thick and they're over pure concrete.
0: Now Triple H grabbing a leg of Kane but he kicks Triple H off and turn about fair play sends him into barricade.
1: And Triple H bouncing Kane's head off the top of barricade.
0: Triple H going up on the stairs but Kane catches him round the throat he's going to choke slam him. No. No. Crutches him on top of the barricade. And now clothesline right into Mean Street Posse. So
1: they're from Greenwich, I believe. And isn't Triple H from Greenwich, Connecticut?
0: Yeah, yeah, but obviously that don't like him because they just threw him. He's a degenerate though, and they're from the good side. Someone right. just threw their drink and went all over Triple H there as well. Why would you do that? Now Kane picking up Triple H, hit him against the ring post. And again rams him into the ring post. And a third time, just working that lower back. Now Kane throwing Triple H back in and catching with an uppercut. Upper what? And now just seems to be dominating this match. Irish mate just flies into the turnbuckles, straight down. And now Kane just rocking Triple H with right hands in the corner, taking out his frustrations, hurting his woman, China. And Triple H in all sorts of trouble.
1: And the future mayor of Knox County, Tennessee, is doing one over. On the future COO of the company,
0: but I mean, even if you think about it, like you know these two guys, the longevity they would have even afterwards at this point. Oh, they
1: faced off exactly against is. each other
0: last year. But think how many WrestleMania moments have they had to. This is Kane's second WrestleMania at this point, and this is Triple H's what maybe third. Yeah. So if you, you know, you think about it. That, maybe, well, like, you know, he's 12, got thirteen, fourteen, fifty. This is like yeah, Triple H is fourth, and you think how many they got now? You know, yeah.
1: Well, you know, you've got both of these guys go up against Undertaker. Triple H, I think he goes up against him three times. Triple H trying with a kick to the jaw, but Kane just responds with a horrendous clothesline.
0: Now Triple H in all sorts of trouble as Kane's got him.
1: Will we see China come out with a patch?
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's been slowly recovering as Kane dominating Triple H now. But
1: Triple H does get the boot up. Now he's starting to fight back. Turn out with some... Big rights. I think my money would be on Kane winning this match. And Triple H thrown over
0: again. I've got to say Kane as well.
1: Kane!
0: There's Kane! And here comes Kane. Been known to fly.
2: Oh!
0: Yeah. Shit! <laughs> well, the seven dived over the top. And now Kane. Still going to fly. Going to go all the way up to the top. Well, high risk, high reward. Oh, no, Triple H got old Kane.
1: Him down to the mat. I think he was just out of sheer desperation. He can't really capitalise on it.
0: And now Triple H just got to try and get back into this one, but Kane's sat up already.
1: That just shows the power of Kane. Comes charging in. Triple H dodges him. Kane headfirst into the turnbuckle. Now the game rocking... Kane with rights
2: and
0: Kane's still not falling down yet but Triple H just keep going left and rights now dropping Kane down to a knee Irish rip but reversed by Kane clothesline missed elbow missed by Kane
1: big knee and Triple H hits it still Kane hasn't gone down the running knee sends Kane to the mat though but for how long and, oh, my God, look off in the distance. Look who's
0: coming out here. Oh, it's, she's not wearing a patch. It's China. But she's got a damaged retina. You can see the eyes are a little bit different. And she's staring right at Triple H, and he won't be distracted, looking maybe for the
1: kick turned around. Trying to load Triple H up for the pedigree. No. Triple H to the backslide. Uh, Trying to load Triple H up for the tombstone. Triple H going for the pedigree, takes the legs and drops the elbow. Well, that's impressive by Kane managing
0: to block the pedigree. Now both went down and China. And what the hell is she doing? Getting the stairs, throwing them in. And China might not know what's going on. Well, Kane's taking a while to get to his feet. And as I say that, he sits up. Triple H still down. Well, Kane's out. The
1: plan's backfired. Triple H feeling it now. Clotheslines Kane to the outside, who stays on his feet, remarkably enough. And Triple H is not finished. He's got the stairs now. The other half, he's going to try and pedigree Kane. No, Kane with a backdrop, sending the game to the mats below.
0: And Kane blocks again. This might be the end for Triple H now. Kane making his way back in. He's got Triple H round the throat. Plants him with the choke slam. And now China's got Garp the April's got the chair. And she wants to do it. She wants to finish off the game. Kane's got Triple H beaten here and letting China come in with a chair. She got the chair now. Oh Across the back of Kane. Well referee calls for the bell and Kane can't believe it. Why would you do that for in China? Saying, you shot me, it's your fault.
1: And Kane realised now, oh, look at how dejected. Oh! And Triple H with a back, at the chair across the back. Another one across the head. Oh my God, Kane his heart heartbroken. And now his
0: face broken. Triple H, Pedigree. Oh. On the stairs, and does that mean... That China's turned about the corporation, gone back with DX. But China and Triple H in cahoots all along, James. Oh, they might have be. been. Look, they're back together. China jumps on Triple H. What a moment here. Two reunited. What a moment. Dan, what are your thoughts on that match?
1: Completely strange, you know, turn of events, how things uh, kind of rolled about. But again, a very, very good story told wrestling was very good as well against two solid workhorses of the company uh the china involvement as well you know it was a kind of a twist to the tail and you know does that kind of make kane turn his back on being human is he just going to be a complete red monster from now on
0: this is the thing isn't it you know he's just been portrayed for the second time and he's not going to have it and triple h and china are back together it's great to see here tonight Even though Triple H lost, he really won in this one. And look at the chair shot to the face.
1: See, look, you can even see how safe Triple H is. The chair was upside down. Went through the effort turning it over. You know, and it is and little then things. On it. <laughs> yeah. But it is it is little things like that yeah. that make you know someone a very safe worker. And Triple H. He may annoy the fuck out of you nowadays, but he is a very oh, safe, know.
0: clean worker. And it's another little great moment at WrestleMania to see China and Triple H back together. It's saying at the time that would have made you really, really happy, a yeah. WrestleMania moment, if you will.
1: But then it makes me feel sorry for Kane as well, though. So, I know, he's yeah. He's heartbroken so much. He just wants to love someone.
0: I know. Hopefully he can get a bit of retribution against China and Kevin Kelly explaining that mankind's been taken to local hospital. He won't be able to compete. And Big Show, of course, been arrested, so he can't either. Well, Vince McMahon, as always, Dan, has got a plan.
1: Yes, he has best-looking referee's outfit in his trainer's bag. So who's going to be referee, James? I'm going to be the guest referee. Big Punisher is in the house.
0: Wow, well, he was part of the uh, Rage Party last night before WrestleMania, but, oh, my God, here comes Sable. Wow. And she'll be defending the Women's Championship here tonight. And Sable's changed. She has gone for a bit of a heel turn, hasn't she? Ever since winning that Women's title and appearing in Playboy, she has deaf ear. But we're going to see her in action. At least she shows up more than Brock Lesnar does. (laughs) Oh, look at Sable grinding here. Looks like someone's had an accident in the ring.
1: (laughs) Sable's been bum scuttling.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But here we go. Women's title... And a chance to just stop and think about what we've seen. Vince McMahon's going to be a special guest referee tonight against Austin Rock. Austin hasn't hasn't got a chance tonight. I don't I don't see any more. No chance. No in chance. Here. We've still got Helen Cell high high above the ring, and of course, European Championship will be on the line. Shane McMahon versus to Pete Rose Tombstone, and we've seen China and Triple H back together.
1: Yeah, back nowadays I had two attractive bottle blondes no both of them I wouldn't
0: well let's see and Tori has got like a Cat suit suit on and Sable just kicks her she can't get in Tori's had a weird fixation number one fan and now Tori's slowly getting in The Sable's got hold of Tori sends her into the rope throws her back
1: kick to the breast
0: now kicks yeah taking her down
1: Sends her to the outside again.
0: Well, is this match really
1: started yet. Well, Tori's barely got a move in.
0: And Sable just saying, "So what, Tori? Come on."
1: Sable gets dragged to the outside. Was it last year? She was going up against Luna.
0: Uh, yeah, Goldust and no, Mero and
1: Sable.
0: Mero and Sable, yeah, versus Goldust and Luna, yeah.
1: Goes for a catch catches a bit awkward, and it was more of a knee to the head of Tory.
0: Oh, my God. I mean, this is what Ruins really Wrestling was 20 years ago, unfortunately. But, you know, Sable has improved to where she first started, believe it or not, but she can't really bring Torrey through.
1: Kick to the midsection. Another kick to the midsection.
0: And Sable just in control, grinding away.
1: Oh, as Torrey comes up, clothesline Sable.
0: Now mounting her. Punching away. Has got around the throat. Sable trying to hold on. And now Irish Rip, a clothesline. Srip reversed. Into the turnbuckle. Toy Over the
1: top, looking for the roll up. Getting Sable down. Sable rolling through and kicking out.
0: Ah. Now Sable's got hold of the legs. Going for a pin herself. Two and stopped. Now Tory falling over
1: trying to get the pin. Backslide for Tory. The Sable kicking out.
0: Ah. Now Sable the close like Dodged by Tory.
1: Oh. oh, goes low. Tory accidentally takes out the referee.
0: Oh my god, and Sable now. is angry. He's going to look to put Tory away. Who is this? Well, Sable bombs. Blocked by Tory, I guess. And now she's going to go for a power bomb. but oh my God, this huge woman. Is that Nicole Bass? Nicole Bass is here. She makes China look like Tory Wilson. She used to be on House Stern, and now she's got Tory
1: at least seven foot in the air. And drops her from that.
0: My god, times the size of Sable.
1: At least five times the size size of Sable. Are you <laughs> sure that's a female?
0: Yes, Nicole Bass. That looks like Billy Gunn in drag. <laughs> She's not an ass man.
1: She's a man though.
0: She's a man. Well, Nicole Bass is here. Don't you find her strangely attractive? No. Well, Bass is here, and well, Tory's out of it, and Sable now. Sable bum. Not that like was needed. I guess the exclamation point. Going for the cover. Two, three. Sable wins, and Tommy walks away. And I think that is the worst match of the card, without a shadow of a doubt. But again, it was over in what three minutes, so wasn't that harmful. Sable does win. Sable used to be popular. Now she's a hill. Does it work really? You reckon? No. 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 Saint in the women's division, of Sable grinding away to victory.
1: Women need a revolution. You got to wait twenty years for that, or eighteen years for that.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is one of Sable's last appearances, I'm sure. Well, King watching on Sable, but up next, Dan, it's Shane McMahon versus X-Pac for the European. Yeah, but it's been a very interesting feud between Shane and X-Pac. Of course, Shane McMahon winning the uh, European Championship in very controversial fashion hiding behind everybody in his way, not to have a rematch, but I feel Shane McMahon thinks that he's as good as x in X-Pac in the ring here, and I think one-on-one, it's been a very interesting match, we've seen Shane and Mac, we've not, we've not really seeing him on a one-on-one, but he's got tests in his corner, so yes, yeah, European title on the line, it's been interesting, and everybody, Shane McMahon's put everything in x pucks way to get here tonight, and already he stuck the Briscoes in his way, the Briscoe, so he stuck the stooges in his way. <laughs> oh,
1: wow! Well, X Pac's managing to fight his way out of that. Well, Gerald had older X Pac and Pat's in Deck Briscoe, but he's got a Test in Shane O'Max corner to contend with
0: as well. And are we going to see the fireworks used? X Pac said he's got an eye on Shane McMahon.
1: So Triple H didn't use the fireworks, and X Pac <laughs> hasn't used the fireworks.
0: No, so they've been there for no reason here tonight.
1: Shane gets someone's out of the way.
0: And Shane's gonna take his time. X-Puck's a dangerous man. Well, this is two, two different people. Shane McMahon born with a silver spoon in his mouth, of from the mean streets. But Shane has said that he's gonna be X-Puck one, two, three, kid. And then a posse up at ringside as well, watching on. And there you go, Shane mocking X-Puck. He's gonna go chase him down now. Running after the ring, Shane man in.
1: X-Puck goes for close with Shane, dodges leapfrog, beautiful by Shane. It's caught by a spinning heel kick from x Park though. His gloating quickly come unstuck. And now he's caught in the corner with the right hand. And X-Pac wants to make a statement. Oh. No, but Tess dragging Shane O'Mac out of harm's way. X-Pac managing to stop himself though. And I think Shane's done for this match. Oh, Shane doesn't want any of his uh, Mean Street posse looking on. x Park going after Shane. Catches him up the ramp.
0: And then he's going to throw Shane Man all the way back in. Referee checking him and now Tess from behind. And he picks
1: up X-Puck. Oh, crutches him on the ring post.
0: But it's good for Tess, he's already had a match and now he's involved with a Shane McMahon match as well. So at least he's been featured.
1: Uh, but how dumb must the referee be? It's like he was running with him to the ring to throw him in <laughs> and now he's down on the floor in agony.
0: And Tess is high five in the Mean Street posse. Like, what, what could possibly have happened? Maybe X-Puck slipped it a way down. And we're going to see the pure athleticism of Shane McMahon there. Must have been at least eight foot in the air.
1: At least ten foot jumping over X-Pac. I mean, he's no short fella. But he is a smart fella. He's not a fart smeller. <laughs> and Shane now, uh, wants x to be counted out, this could be it. Finally gets in, breaks the referee's count. And he be met by Shane and the clubbing blows to the back. So what's Shane going to do? Is he going to lower the cage down and jump off of that? Is he going to do a coast-to-coast? <laughs> Is he going to fly off the ring post onto an announce table?
0: Well, this is probably one of Shane's first major matches. Major Major matches. matches. So we'll see what the boy can bring. And he slapped X-Pac in the corner. It slams him down. And what is Shane doing? The corporate elbow. I suppose it is part of the corporation. Usually we see a WF champion do it. But it's European champion tonight. Oh, Shane, though, missing. X-Pac rolling out the way x puck up and Tess with a distraction. Shane with a low blow.
1: x pucks balls have taken a bit of a pounding. <laughs> he's wearing the same elbow pads as the Bret Hart wears as well, bike.
0: Well, they're going to focus on it, I suppose. And now Test has passed the belt to Shane. And you can see Shane McMahon's first T-shirt's gone mocking his opponent. We see it here tonight. And we see a trend of that happening as well. <laughs> exactly, yeah. There's his X-Punk on it and one, two, three on the back. And he's belting X-Punk.
1: Going to go for it again. Oh, gets tossed to the outside in front of his Green Street buddies or Mean Street posse or pussies or whatever the fuck they are.
0: Shane's struggling to get to his feet and X-Pac now going to fly. Oh, crossbody over the top. The Mean Street grabbing hold of X-Pac. Oh, no, but he's dishing t- out a beating on all of them. Make sure they park part the Mean Street and not just a fat.
2: <laughs>
0: X-Pac throws Shane in. Now test oh again from behind DX back reunited but at the moment the numbers are against X-Pac here
1: why aren't any of them coming down to a system it's this like weird, not as if it? they've got any matches coming up
0: well at the moment maybe x said he wants to do it by himself I'm not sure but Shane is in control there
1: but the way this match is going if it was nowadays you'd say X-Pac's going to win this one wouldn't you yeah
0: exactly and now Shane with the elbow drop has got X-Pac down and where is Shane going second rope elbow drop off the second and Shane's going to go even higher up now
1: well his first mania he wants to impress Shane up the top oh, oh gets caught with a drop kick crutches Shane on the top and now x fuck with the kicks and he's got Shane up man high up superplex off the second
0: well he must have trusted X-Puck as a worker to work with Shane tells him to suck it goes for the cover and Test pull him off again. Oh, my God, nearly into the cameraman.
1: Oh, looking to charge x Pack against the stairs. X-Pac moves. X-Pac moves. Test hits the ring post. And now X-Pac back in
0: with the belt. Turnabout's fair play. And man getting taken to the woodshed. He's getting whipped like a government mule. Oh,
1: right to the face. Oh, my God, right to the chest. Now in the corner. Oh, spinning heel kick to the jaw. Shane's in prone position for the Bronco Buster. Can he hit it second time lucky? Oh, Here comes X-Pack. Bang. Hits the mark. X marks the spot. Well, Bronco Buster, the referee,
0: trying to pull him off. Test back in the ring with a European title. Plants.
1: X-Pack with it.
0: Oh, come on, ref. And now Shane's going to go in for the cover. Shane, open the cover. One, two... No, X-Puck just managing to kick out. Oh. Well, Shane McMahon can't believe X-Puck got out of that one. But I don't know how much energy he's got left. And now Shane's got X-Puck in the corner.
1: Stomping on his chest. He's going to go for the Shane O'Bronco buster.
0: And now here comes Shane.
1: Oh. No, X-Puck moving. And Test getting in the ring now. Oh my god, X Buck dodging him, catching him with a kick. Spinning heel kick. Sends e- Test to the mat. And he's in the corner. And the X with a Bronco Buster. Triple H making his
0: way down. Here he comes with China. And there even the odds for DX now. Triple H getting test out there. X Factor! And China's distracting the ref. Why is she distracting him? Oh I don't know. Triple H in the ring. What?! Got pedigree! His X pack with a pedigree. What the hell is going on Triple H? As he betrayed DX and joined the corporation? Shane in the cover? Shane keeps his title. Oh my <coughs> god. And what does this mean? This is unbelievable. China to check it on Shane. And Triple H got X-Pac. I thought DX was back together. X-Pac taken out. And telling Test to beat him up. And what the hell is this? Triple H. putting the mega performance earlier. Now selling out to the
1: corporation. And here comes Billy Gunn. And Road Dogg. And they're getting beaten down. Oh my God. Triple H and Test. Triple H beating down DX. Triple H. Was he in cahoots? With China and the corporation all along.
0: Oh, I don't know. But I thought I'd see Triple H beating down Benny Gunn. Seeing Rodog getting beat down. Look at China looking over X-Pac. And a huge HBK chant. And shame with a low blow. The lights go out. <laughs> and it's Kane. Well, Kane got betrayed earlier. And now he's back for vengeance.
1: And this that and X-Pac
0: and the big red monster's out here. And he's straight after China and Triple H. And Triple H is not hanging around. Well, DX down in the ring. And Kane goes straight after him. Shane gets out of here with a title. and Triple H, shocking turn. Dan, what are your thoughts?
1: Wow, you know, it certainly is a complete twist of the tail. You had the sweetness of Triple H and China finally reunited after the Kane match. And then it was a kind of a double switch, you know, China turned her back on DX, who she just got back with, and brought Triple H along with her.
0: Oh, that is crazy. I mean, I remember watching it as a kid and being shocked that Triple H would turn on his long term partner like that. There was no clues that Triple H would do that at all. And the way they done it, I think in a great way. But D X, the most popular stable. You think about this, when NWO started, you know how popular that was. DX has been around for what? Not even a year yet. And already it's now, I know we've got New Age Outlaws and X-Pac, but that's it basically. I know they come back after The original DX, yeah. Yeah, you talk about the kind of four of them as it was. Hurst, Hunter, Hunter. <laughs> you tell that big nose, son, bitch, Hunter. Well, the Outlaws and X-Pac won a part of Triple H. But up next it's hell in a cell because it's the Untaker versus Big Boss Man. And is the Untaker in for some hard times. It's Corporation versus Ministry. Now, what have you thought of Lefou- the feud between the Undertaker and Vincent McMahon leading to this match?
1: It certainly has been interesting. You know, uh, Undertaker, you're not 100% sure what his goals are. I know he wants to take out Vince McMahon, but why? Does he want to be champion? Does he want this? Does he want that? Does he want complete control of the company? You know, you've kind of seen him, like, you know, one by one decimate members of the corporation... And, you know, you see him bring Vince McMahon to his knees, crying because of his beloved Teddy. But what's his end game? He
0: and she will come, you know, to the Undertaker. What's the Undertaker got over McMahon that we just don't know about? But it's two Hill factions going out. I don't know if it's a great idea, but the Undertaker's so demonic and I can't really cheer for either man at the moment because Bossman's, you know, been a piece of shit since coming back as well. So it's not kind of... So, but uh, it is very interesting to see someone getting under the skin of Vince McMahon. And you think maybe it was a couple of years later it might have been Mr McMahon versus The Untaker at WrestleMania, you know, as opposed to yeah. Big Bossman. But again, Big Bossman jumped across. He was dropping out on Nitro. He's in a WrestleMania match with The Untaker inside Hell in a Cell. It's a huge opportunity for him, even though it was, you know, it's awful.
1: And the only way is up for Big Bossman, I mean, you know, he uh, crashes Big Show's mm-hmm. dad's funeral.
0: We've got all that to look forward to this year as well. <laughs> uh, look at the Undertaker setting the symbol of light on Raw as well. Getting arrested.
1: So as far as we know, the latest or the current attention for Undertaker is Big Bossman.
0: Yeah, and if you take him out, then it's one by one closer to getting to Vincent Mann.
2: Big Man, it's simple. I own the key to your heart and your soul you dare threaten me we can take anybody anytime we desire the ministry has abducted shaming man you don't threaten me undertaker not like that you don't want to go there you will come face to face with your maker and the lord of darkness as soon as Mr. McMahon laid eyes on that bear, it just, it was in shock. The Undertaker has brought the owner of this company to his knees. That bear is on fire. That bear is symbolic of what? That one ever so brief moment when I showed weakness. And it'll never happen again. Right Undertaker! Undertaker's out of control! Undertaker, big boss man. Look at this. this. McMahon, there will be a sacrifice. One by one, your corporation will fall until there is only one. And then she, too, will be mine. You threaten me? You threaten my corporation? You threaten my family? You better stay in jail, because if you don't, I'm going to get you when you get out, boy. I'm going to get you. Soon, McMahon, you will realize that I am your worst nightmare. Undertaker, you don't threaten Vince McMahon and get away with it. That's Mr. McMahon's house! You see the lights are on. Just keep dialing. Just there's keep no, no answer! What do you want me to do? I'm sorry, but there's no answer. But nobody's home. They should be home anyway I don't know what to do. But she's coming home, isn't she, Vince? Get away from my home, damn it! And I will be here to greet her. The Undertaker's got my family, damn it! I need help. Maybe I can be that father figure she never had. Or maybe I can just torture her. It's The Undertaker! Oh my God! The Undertaker as McMahon! And remember this: I will own the World Wrestling Federation.
1: So his goal is to own the World Wrestling Federation.
0: Oh, well, here comes the hell in the cell
1: and the ominous cage music.
0: And the first time a Hell in a Cell match has been at WrestleMania.
1: Well, is the Undertaker in for some hot time?
0: I think he is. Boss Man means business, especially if you take that nightstick in. And and let's not forget, we you know we we talk about Hell in the Cells being the Undertaker's forte, but where's the Boss Man from? You know.
1: Cobb County, Georgia. Exactly
0: in the jail cells, knowing how to work behind, you know, knows how to work inside a cage, doesn't he? He does that for at least do it for a living.
1: Didn't have that weird random dog kennel match. He had a else?
0: great match with Chains, where uh, not Chains, Nails, who Nails ended up, and of course against the Mountie as well. Nails,
1: but, Mountie, and the Big Boss. Is that when he was a blue shirted? Blue shirted, yeah, yeah.
0: Much bigger than he is at I'm this point.
1: The Mountie,
0: but now he's going to get the Undertaker.
1: 14. He's
0: 7-0, and oh. this is his eighth WrestleMania appearance, he's 7-0 oh at the moment, but it's kind of no reference to that fact whatsoever in this one. Do you one, think you know? this
1: is a kind of a planned thing, this streak?
0: No, I don't think so, I think it just happened, it was serendipity. He wasn't meant to lose, if Kevin Nash wasn't leaving, if Diesel wasn't leaving the company in 96, he would have gone over the Undertaker at WrestleMania. You know, and it just so happened, It was kind of a happy stance, until they realised when they probably got to about 9 and 10, it was like, I oh, fucking never actually got something here. The Undertaker would miss out WrestleMania 16. And it was close for whether to lose to Triple H or not at 17 as well, yeah. so...
1: And Randy and at 21. 21,
0: that was, yeah. yeah. The Undertaker coming completely demonic and has Paul Bear by side worked? I mean, would you prefer at this moment, the Undertaker as like kind of heel or the face the Undertaker that we've really enjoyed in the past?
1: I think it's good, you know, it shows a lot of depth to his character, you know. He has kind of evolved with the times. He's gone from the classic Undertaker to... This gothicy type in the late nineties, early two thousands, and then when he uh, when he gets buried alive by Kane, you know yeah. the Undertaker, you can't believe he comes back. Comes back as the American badass. No, that's before that. No, that's yeah.
0: before that. Yeah. Well, he. Well, no, cause it, the, the thing is, the Undertaker character, he got to a point where he couldn't really do much else, and at this point, with a demonic thing kind of being like Satan, afterwards, because you go back to the kind of the old Undertaker, and he felt at this point during the Attitude Era, he couldn't later on ninety nine with the injury. Then coming back in 2000 as America American Badass. It, yeah. And then trying that for a couple of years out and then coming back to the Untaker once, you know. But at this point, <laughs> if it was kind of based on reality, and this is kind of one of the characters that you kind of took away from Gothic. it. Untaker yeah. kind of suffered a little bit. He was facing more kind of like Buffy the Vampire fans, you know what I mean? This kind of yeah. thing. But he's here against the boss man looking to get the job done. And he's not scared inside, Hell in a cell, but they lock in Paul Bearer out.
1: Wah! <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Undertaker versus Bossman in the worst Hell and a Cell match in history. And now Bossman starts strong with the right hands. Giving Undertaker some hot time. Hard time. Both men in black. Both not well liked, so the crowd not sure what to chant for here, but the Undertaker has got
1: respect to the fans as he turns Bossman around in the corner. Was punching away at the gut. The kind of Undertaker is the lesser of two evils, isn't yes. it, at the moment?
0: Bossman catches Undertaker with a back elbow. But undertaker got a running clothesline.
1: line whip to Bossman. He catches the Undertaker. Lovely swinging neckbreaker. I was over for the cover. Taker managing to kick out.
0: Uh, ah, yeah. then sits up. And Bossman going to the attack again. Well, no corporation or ministry members will be able to get involved in this one. As Taker sits up. Or well, the extended corporation as it is now. No, exactly. And Taker sits to his feet, sits up again. Bossman getting
1: angry, goes for the kick. Taker dodges it, grabs the leg of Bossman and just drags him to the mat and starts punching away at the back of his head. So who gets to take the DX name then?
0: That's the thing, though. Every question is answered probably when storylines told right. Yeah. If it was nowadays, it'd be like, oh, they yeah, never mention it again. They showed up his DX the next night, and no one mentioned the attack. <laughs> Ex fucking triplets are fine.
1: <laughs> they tag match together against <laughs> yeah. fucking Kane and China. Bossman. <clears throat>
0: uh, bossman sent outside, into the sides of Satan's structure. Michael, so you get finger caught in there, there's going to be trouble. There's the a sent into the side.
1: Undertaker's a bit rocked inside the cell. Uh-oh. Bossman's got himself... Some handcuffs.
0: Well, this is not good for the untaker. Shot right to the face. And the Bossman's comfortable inside this arena. And Bossman's gonna give some hard time. Can't go anywhere. Handcuffed to the side.
1: And in all sorts of trouble. Bossman picking his moment, going to the midsection, then to the head. Oh my god. <laughs> and it just broke
0: the handcuff with the shot to the face.
1: That worked well, didn't it?
0: Well, such strike from the nightstick and our bossman in complete control he
1: could end the untaker's streak before it even gets recognised
0: and the untaker busted wide open with that nightstick untaker, I've not seen the untaker in the Hell in the Cell match taking this much punishment Bossman's smirking at the moment
1: no James hasn't got a cigarette in his gob he's got a smile on his face because he knows him and his nightstick are dishing out some hot time
2: hot time
1: well right, he's got his hands full with a boss man now Around his throat sending him face first into the side of the cell hard Irish whip to the side of the cell
0: taken out by the Undertaker he's kind of turned it up a little bit he's tasting his own blood for maybe the first time Undertaker's going to look for some hardware and now the Undertaker's got the chair oh my god wraps it round the back of Bossman
1: now Undertaker picking up Bossman he's going to send him into the side of the cell oh big Bossman was the javelin and the cell the Javelin Catcher.
0: Unbelievable stuff there, the Undertaker.
1: And that cell didn't taste like quiche or any freshly prepared meal by a chef.
0: Bossman in serious trouble. You can see the redness of, below his eye.
1: Yeah, the unescapable cell that Kane's managed to rip the door off of.
0: Undertaker throws Bossman in, and he's busted open as well.
1: Thumb to the eye, quickly changes momentum. Irish rip for Bossman. Undertaker ducks. Goes flying. That's when the Undertaker was agile.
0: The Undertaker now goes to the cover. Bossman managing a kick out. Uh. Oh, now the Undertaker's got Bossman's arm.
1: Oh, Bossman, though, kicking the top rope, crutching the Undertaker.
0: Now Bossman throws the Undertaker in and working it with the right hand. It's been a slugfest. It's bowling shoe ugly. But the Undertaker responds with a right hand. And now, right, it's a nay-nay punches from both
1: men. The boss man might have the upper hand here, headbutt. Drops Undertaker to his knees. But Undertaker fighting back with a huge low blow. And you hear the booze. The fans definitely not happy about this. Do you think that's what kind of has put a dampener on this match? The fans not being as invested in it as they would be Yeah, but it's not be pretty
0: much you can get invested in. Both, like I said, bad guys. You know, it may be the cheer, but... I've seen what he does. He's not a nice guy. As the Undertaker picking up Boss
1: Man, loads him up for the tombstone. And he's got him. One, two, three.
0: The Undertaker pins Boss Man after, well, not completely terrible, I suppose. You know, like, if it wasn't in Head in a Cell, it would have been a basic match. The problem is you expect more from a Cell match, and I think that's what's missing here really, you know, I mean, I don't want to really cut it off too much, but I think that's the problem, Dan, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, you know, it wasn't terrible, but I think, you know, from what we've seen from Helena Cell matches, we expected a lot more extravagance, mm. and this was, you know, it was kind of what, a few nightstick hits, uh, what I'd call a botched, pointless, handcuff spot, which, you know, there was certainly no need for yeah. whatsoever. Um, and a couple of steel chair shots. It wasn't really anything special.
0: Not at all. And the Undertaker looking up, and who's he calling for? And who the hell are these coming from the sky? It's the brood. Well, Gangrel nearly misses the fucking cell, but Christian and Edge lands on the spot. What the hell are they doing up there? And now it looks like they're trying to break through the cell. And they're ripping their way in, and they got looks like a bit of rope. And well, the Undertaker looking on. Boss Man's out. And now, oh my God. They're lowering a noose down. They've uh, got the noose. And the undertaker's not, surely. Don't
1: call me surely. But if he's going to think what I think he's thinking. Well, if you think... you think, uh, I think he's
0: thinking what you're thinking as well. It means he's going to try and hang the bossman. And hard times so will be hung time.
1: He is. He's putting the noose around the neck of bossman. And making sure it's clipped onto his harness.
0: And now Edge, Gangrel, Christian get lifted up into the rafters.
1: In a very weird fashion. Edge is just hanging there. Well, Edge
0: is stuck there at the moment. And now the tail is lifting around the ring. Or is the ring lowering
1: around the cell? Bossman's waking up. I think he realises what's happening. He's trying to prevent it, but... I think his fate is sealed. Oh my god, the undertaker sent a message to Boss man, to Mr.
0: McMahon, and the corporation. Oh my god, he's been hung.
1: Oh, look at Boss man. We're seeing an execution live on tele. And he's flipping away and he's dead. He's gone.
0: Is it symbolic, Dan? Is it symbolic?
1: <laughs> it is definitely something.
0: Oh my god, we've seen someone get hung.
1: It's not as well hung as Alex Wright. Or Valvinus. Or Valvinus.
0: My god, boss man is hung. Please can someone come out and cut him down. We want trainers,
1: yeah. referees, EMTs.
0: Yeah, we we wanna have a serious moment after that. So let's talk about the rage parley. Hey everybody, we see Mar Balls. Chuck E. Cheese or something like that as well Tony Norris is there
1: see I don't think wrestlers do this as well nowadays nah I mean what was I watching the other day where they had Wrestlemania fan access and like all the crowds was coming out and like Taz was calling matches with someone I think it was 2002 Wrestlemania 17 yeah 18 yeah. I- and you know Taz was calling matches with ref, uh, with like fans and they was just having a laugh a lot more interaction Cherry poppy
0: Daddies. Oh, look at Pat and Briscoe. Beautiful ladies.
1: Because Stone Cold said so. So
0: That was a rage party, but Michael Cole is announced here to let someone come out. To announce the main event. And it's JR. He's been a hill recently, but now he's back as being a face commentator. Oh, shouldn't really say that at the moment, but JR is here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and JR tipped his hat to Michael Cole We're going to see King and JR back on commentary But McMahon will be the referee for this match Because Mankind's in the hospital Big Show's in the
1: prison prison cell And Kane's in the fire department Kane
0: is in trouble And McMahon's happy and showing off his muscle
1: He's got that smug McMahon look on his face What? Wait a minute Shawn Michaels' music. The commissioner's here. Well I was chanting for him earlier. He's finally turned up. Your Jack
0: Laleen physique.
1: Mr. WrestleMania. What Michael's saying we can't have a WrestleMania
0: without Shawn Michaels. So Shawn Michaels saying that if you read the rule book, there's only one man that can appoint a special guest for free for a WrestleMania, and that one isn't the chairman of the board, it's the Commissioner Shawn Michaels. So he goes, Jack he's going to ban every member of the corporation for coming to ringside. He might let McMahon down, but he's not going to let anybody else happen. So Shawn Michaels banning the corporation for coming at ringside. Well, he, like, he like, fuck me. He might let Vincent McMahon down here, but definitely not the corporation. But I think it's weird. If we go back a year and we look at WrestleMania 14, which uh, of course was main event by Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold Steve Austin with Mike Tyson involved, Look how much it's grown in a year, you know. Obviously, it's upset, you know, Shawn Michaels being injured, not being able to compete, which must be a blow, but Austin's moved from strength to strength. You look at in that card, you know, Rock was in the kind of championship match with Shamrock at uh, WrestleMania 14. He's now in the main event. Kane was featuring against John Taker. He now went against Triple H. He was fighting for the European title. So, and moved on. They're kind of building on it, aren't they? You know, it's building blocks.
1: Yeah, they're starting to find their ground and they've got their... Well, top six or eight guys that they can rely on to perform week in, week out. They've got Shawn Michaels. They've got him there in some capacity, but you know it's going to be another couple of years now. You know, at least before he returns yeah. to action.
0: Well, at this point, this is a done deal. You know, Michaels is retired uh, for good. You know, and he's come back as the kind of babyface commissioner. He's done well on this role. I think people might have forgotten this about Shawn Michaels. They thought he just might have disappeared for four years as a part of being involved in the storyline, you but know?
1: Didn't that, didn't that happen with Austin, though? When he kind of retired due to injuries, he came back, he was commissioner or... Yeah, general know, manager, general that kind of thing. Exactly
0: same kind of thing. And I think it can work well for people, because obviously Sean Michael's still popular. We chanted his name earlier when he wanted him to come out and help DX, you know? So obviously he's still part of the fans. But now it is time for the main about... Main event last year with Tyson. They've not needed an, a celebrity involvement this year because of, the, of how strong Stone Cold Steve Austin yeah. has been. He is a celebrity, exactly. And if you look at the storyline, this is what's clever about WWE as well. This goes all the way back to September when Vince McMahon uh, made the brothers' of destruction. You know, beat Stone Cold Steve Austin, made him lose that championship. You know. So
1: is this the start of the McMahon Helmsley era? McMahon
0: Helmsley era is the end of the year.
1: But, I mean, like, you know, because you've got Triple H. Triple, Triple H is so now involved with the corporation
0: yeah. f- from now on. But the corporation would then go into kind of corporate ministry territory. We'd kind of get, like, a little lull. And then the Man Helms year would really kind of yeah. kick into gear. And that's what WrestleMania 2000 would be about next year. And it's weird to see, you know, each point, you know, a couple of years away from perhaps the greatest WrestleMania of all time, 17. And, and this is a building block, again, because this is the first time The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin have gone one-on-one at Mania. And, you know, I I think this WrestleMania 15 has been quite entertaining. I'm really looking forward to this. The Rock, of course, winning the WF Championship Survive Series in November and trading it with Mankind along the way. But that's kind of been the storyline leading up to this. We've known since November it should have been Austin versus The Rock. And it's kind of the long-term story planning that WF has done that WSW is severely lacking in, you know? Yeah. There is a point. This young man, The Rock, has been getting great reception as well.
1: But, you know, we moan that we've had similar main events for or similar matches in main But with The Rock and Austin, they always come together better at WrestleMania's. So like they have this one, they have, they're going to have another two more. Well,
0: and if you look at where each Lamar, you know, you would say in the first match, between Rock and Austin, The Rock is still an upper comer. He's only been the kind of heel and champion for like the last six months, whereas Austin's kind of really kicked into gear, even though he's only been on top of the mountain for the past year. Austin with a crowd. So you would say Austin's definitely above The Rock, whereas you look at the other couple of WrestleMania, WrestleMania 17 are probably equal. And then at 90, you know, The Rock's been at Hollywood, been a successful, Austin's on the end. So you might say The Rock is stronger. So you've got three different types of character, you know, in the same career. And it's so interesting to see.
1: <laughs> Did you listen to that? As you get a huge pop as Austin... The glass <laughs> smashes and it's just the fans go nuts. So Austin didn't even appear yet.
0: And an interesting side note, he forgot his vest in this one. He forgot to pack it for the kind of biggest event. So he had to put on a t-shirt. That's why he's come out in no vest.
1: And you see the uh he's got his...
0: Yeah, the Rocky, off. rock off. Rocky's ready. He looks in great shape.
1: But I think, you know, is, is it that 19 Will have their last match? Yes, so like the Rock was wearing a vest. Well, right, exactly, that's you know. They both remember,
0: and there's so many stories told, and even this altercation as Austin goes up and kind of, you know, the Rock's getting in his face. You know, Rock is not going to back down from Stone Cold. And that's good to see. With such a strong face, you need strong heels. And Jr. and commentary for this one is Rock and Austin just face to face. You can him.
1: see the Rock saying, "What the fuck are you doing, you piece of shit?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, and here we go. The main event of WrestleMania and Austin with a right hands to the Rock. Oh, but The Rock eliminates Austin from the rumble, sends him to the outside. Nearly into the king's lap. The match hasn't even started yet.
0: <laughs> Sending Austin to the announce table.
1: Austin trying to get his shirt off, The Rock helping him. And he goes to strike. With it. That's a good classic heel move. <laughs> <He's as well, laughs>
0: like choking him out. And The Rock looking at the crowd saying, this is your hero, I'm going to put him down.
1: But The Rock has got his few fans... Not in the crowd, you know, it's well, they, hard it's, not to be a Rock fan.
0: They sing along with a Rock. Like I said, he's cool, you know, and he's kind of one of these hills that you've got to appreciate, especially when he's singing or getting on the commentary table and stuff like that. I mean, WWF would have no choice but to turn him in a, you know, a couple of months. As Austin sends Rock to the outside. I mean, just imagine, you know, we talk about star power. We had Austin and The Rock at that same time, you know, to come along. You talk about yeah. one guy coming along. You know, The Rock, to his credit, you know, people say in wrestling, maybe The Rock, but you look at The Rock's impact now, 20 years on, Yeah, there's no denying he's the biggest wrestling star of all time now, but these, I'm
1: saying. You know, these are two-in-a-generation wrestlers. Yeah. I mean, the chemistry that I had had, um, obviously, you know, he had chemistry of everyone, he was respected a lot backstage when he was wrestling, and... You know he is definitely a legend of the game, no, I
0: doubt you know you could say maybe these two guys weren't the greatest workers, but what they had was the crowd behind them a hundred percent they did, whether it be hill or face, and they've gone into the crowd here into the millions of people the masses, the millions of people watching it on at home, <coughs> Austin with a double axe smash and a rock over barricade
1: but does this kind of show you you know how much these guys want to get a hand on on each other you know they're throwing each other into the crowd going one side going to the other it's kind of like something that would only happen at a wrestlemania this
0: is a feeling you know it's a special moment special feeling to it we're waiting for these two guys to get one on one and with wf we know we're going to get a payoff and you know a a long match to boot as well it's not going to end in a finger poke you know it's not going to end in a matter of seconds or you know we might have outside interference in this, but we know it won't be screwy because it's like I said, it's big event. And it's a thing they don't do now. You look at WrestleMania last year, WrestleMania moments, you know, and, and we see it and you want payoffs when it comes to feud. And that's what WrestleMania's been built on in the past 30 years.
1: Uh, but yeah. I think this is kind of where social media lets us down as well. You know, because it does give us too many spoilers. It's like we've kind of known that it was going to be Rocker versus Austin, but... We've never been quite sure in what capacity, what's going to happen and, you know, everything around it. Yeah,
0: but just imagine, though, not just social media, WWE booking-wise, if Boston had got to WrestleMania, lost to The Rock, thanks to, you know, being screwed out and then hitting with a low blow afterwards. Like, that's what they kind of did last year with Nakamura. And you see you don't really get the kind of the payoffs that you want. You want to see the good guy winning the Rumble to go to WrestleMania to win it. I know it's predictable, but that's what you want to yeah. see sometimes, you know? Co. Oh, my word, and they've got up to that WrestleMania staging.
1: Yeah, and there's, uh, there's metal bars where the lights, the light rigging, basically, and Austin just got backdropped over it, and he's hit the back of his knee. I don't know if that was accidental or well, it was a planned spot. It
0: looks like it definitely did damage to the rattlesnake, and he's had problems with knees in the past. Attempted a the pile driver came back to haunt him.
1: Well, he is the bionic redneck. So, Not. it's going to take a lot more than a lighting rig to the knee to put him down.
0: Well, this is the thing. You think about all Austin has gone through to get to this moment at WrestleMania. All he's had to fight. He's had to go through giants and, you know, see CEOs. Oh. oh, my God. And Austin there hits Rock with a clothesline and then just decides to go low.
1: So, how's the match started yet?
0: Well, Mike Yoda, is going with it. So, and now Austin choking a Rock out. Right, so he's going to Irish rip him into the WrestleMania sign. No!
1: No, got reversed. Rock back first into the low-hanging <laughs> rigging.
0: And look at it, swinging away now, the sign. And now Austin's going to bring the rock down. He can't pin him on the outside.
1: Well, I know, like, you know, we've said during a Hulk Hogan match that we've not seen any proper wrestling moves since, you know, the first ten minutes of this match. There hasn't been a single proper wrestling move. You know, we've seen a backdrop, we've seen a a couple of punches, we're going to see a suplex now, but nothing, you know, overly technical, but these guys are telling such a great story that the wrestling side of things doesn't really matter too much. Without
0: well, without well, doubt, I think sometimes that maybe even today if it gets forgotten about, we try and put move in, move in, it's about trying to tell a story uh, in which way it's going to go, you know, and these two gladiators really kind of yeah. fighting each other you know, and when it looks like one guy is going to get an advantage, you quickly turn it around, as we've just seen then, The Rock reversing the suplex attempt, sending Austin to that concrete.
1: Well, it's just simply bouncing his head off the steps, you know, hitting him. It's going to throw him over the announce table.
0: But the beauty is as well, you can tell that these two guys don't like each other and whether it's mannerisms or just what they're doing. Yeah. And the ultimate disrespect, The Rock spitting water in Austin's face. Well,
1: when, he was, when Austin was down on the ramp, The Rock, Emptied his nose onto him, like, you know, <laughs> snotted over him. Just taking a mouthful of water, spit it over him. then the referee had a problem with it, so the rock threw some water at him. And now it's Austin back in control, hanging the rock over Barry Cade. <clears throat> and now he's got him draped over the announce table. That bloke wants to move out of the way.
0: Well, the rock on the announce table. Here comes Austin. Oh, Ooh,
1: the table didn't go through, but... Austin went knees first into the edge of that like announce table.
0: And because of the water it had been slipping, they kind of just slide off it. And the perspiration in this match. And Austin's not
1: giving up just yet. <coughs> up on Barry Kane again, dropping the elbow. And this time hey. the table goes. Oh, now what, yeah. to get some water.
0: Austin's thirsty. No, wait a minute. Spitting the rocks face and then taking the drink. Austin throws rock in, but rock rolls all the way to the other side.
1: Trap's Austin around the ring post. Oh, injured left knee round it.
0: Managing to push the rock away over barricade. Trying to protect that bad leg for a second.
1: You can see the rocks like got some scarring under his nipple.
0: And he's probably got some scarring around his shoulder now. He's just been sent into those steel stairs. And now Austin's stumping a mud hole walking it dry. Sends the rock back in the ring. It's been a really
1: back-and-forth match, but he comes in. Rock bottom to Austin. This could be it. One, two, oh. oh! Austin managing to kick out. Oh.
0: Uh, well, Rock nearly sneaked it then. You no, know, Rock hit his best move, but Austin managed to get the shoulder up. And Now the Rock's got the steel
1: chair. Rolls back into the ring, looking to swell Austin with it, but he gets a kick to the midsection. Austin's got the chair now. Rock pulls the ref in front of... His path and uh, he gets clocked over the head with a chair, unprotected chair shot to the head on the ref. (laughs) And a net breaker by the Rock, (laughs) but what a chair shot that was. Another ref's out, but he's not paying attention to the match. He's more interested in the other ref.
0: He could have been decapitated.
1: The Rock gonna go for a chair. No, Austin went for the stunner, blocked. Pushed against the ropes, hit Austin with a back elbow, and now Rock's got the chair again. Will it be third time, Lucky?
0: No, oh, no. Now Austin's gonna. Uh, now Rock is going to go attack those bad legs. Now he's just going to go on the attack, and this is a great move by the Rock. Right to the gut, and Timmy White trying to help out Mike Chioda. But, oh, Rock with a
1: chair. Straight to Austin's face, calling for the ref. One, two. Oh, oh no. Austin getting the shoulder up at Two. Two. <clears throat>
0: Rock cannot believe it, hit the rock bottom, he's just twatted him with a chair at least eight times.
1: At least twelve times. So for those of you doing the referee game, take a shot because we're one ref down, we're on to ref number two. Two!
0: And he's checking, as Austin might be falling asleep here. Well, the rattlesnake wants to be on top of the mat, but maybe the Rock has got his number.
1: Austin trying to work his way out though. Punches to the midsection. Irish whip reversed by The Rock and hits Austin with a clothesline. And not only has uh, Austin got noted bad knees. He's got bad neck as well.
0: No doubt. You think about what happened to him just a couple of years ago with Owen Hart and The Rock. He's going to go straight back to action there with Stone Cold. Well, Austin now looks to be out. Referee's going to check the arm. He's gone down once. And The Rock saying he's out. And Austin <laughs> saying fuck you to The Rock. As he's getting to his feet. And now the big right hand. Goes for the Irish Reversed by The Rock. Clothesline dodged by Austin. But caught in a Samoan drop.
1: One. Two. No. Oh, only a two count.
0: Two. Austin gets his shoulder up. But The Rock... Seems to be one step ahead at the moment.
1: Well the Rock threatening a referee. Oh he's got Timmy White. No Oh well ladies and gentlemen, take another shot because this is referee number two down. Two. Austin Stanner Oh, and the Rock sold it beautifully as well. Austin across for a cover. But there's no referee to count. Well
0: Rock's beating, but here comes third referee. It's El Hebner. One. one
1: two two. Oh, oh, only a two count. Two.
0: So both men are kicked out of each other's finisher now. Austin cannot believe it. Now we're on our third ref. And you can hear the boos. And Vincent Mann has come out here now to right the ship. Rock may be too close for comfort, losing the championship then. Austin with a chair back in. Jack Stein Cold, he's taking his jacket off. And Austin gives him the finger. Now he's going to use his chair on the great one.
1: Oh, no, the rock catching Austin with a low blow.
0: And now Vincent Mann is coming in the ring. And what the hell? El Hebner's saying, go out, but it's no disqualification. Michaels did say he probably would let Vincent Mann come out here. Just decked old Hebner.
1: So that is referee number three down. Three... So that's your third shot, ladies and gentlemen. And Mr. McMahon
0: stomping a mud hole. And walking it dry. Walking it dry. The rock with the kicks. Oh, my God.
1: Referee number four's on his way out here.
0: Mankind's back from the hospital. He's obviously injured, but he wants to be in the main event of WrestleMania. Man. oh, Dex McMahon with a shot. (laughs) And now kicking Vincent Mann out of the ring. The Rock can't believe it. Austin with a roll-up. One,
1: two. Oh, only a two count. Two. And now
0: Austin with
1: the Irish rip to the Rock. Misses the back elbow. Catches the fez press. Just starts wailing away at the Rock.
0: And he's got Rock again. Irish rip. Dodges his, drops his head but gets caught with a kick.
1: Rock with a clothesline.
0: And now the Rock's going to finish it off with a rock bottom. Well, he hits it, but he's not going to go for the cover. It didn't get the job done earlier. He's going to put the exclamation point on
1: it. It's a fire moving sports entertainment, the corporate elbow.
0: Well, the corporate elbow.
1: What's that chair, though?
0: As Vincent Man watching on, going to hit Austin. Oh, but Austin moves out of the way. McMahon can't believe it. Austin with a kick. Rock with a finger. Gonna go for the
1: rock bottom now. Austin fighting out with the elbows to the side of the head.
0: Fights off.
1: Stunner.
0: Stunner. Rock hit it. Mankind cover. Two three. <laughs> and stone cold Steve Austin is your new WF champion. He's got one over on the corporation and Vince McMahon. McMahon is broken at ringside. The one thing he did want to happen. Has happened. Austin is beating a Rock. Dan, what are your thoughts on that match?
1: It's an absolutely great feel-good moment, and it is uh, you know the perfect payoff for the role Austin has been playing in this past year, and you know thoroughly deserves it. And you know it's it's not only that you know Austin's beaten the Rock, and they've had an intense rivalry, but it's also beating McMahon, it's beating the Corporation. And the way he just cuts to a shot of McMahon's face as well. You know, the a shock on his face when the three count goes. Well, absolutely you, brilliant.
0: You know it's not over yet between McMahon and Austin. But the crowd here in Philadelphia going absolutely crazy. But- Chapter. This is a beautiful thing about it, exactly, yeah. This is one story closed and now they can start... Something else, and that's what we're going to see. And this is like one of my main, one of my favorite booking moments. The master plan is coming to effect. We're going to see that in a couple of months' time as well. So it's just an awesome moment. You get the kind of feel good feeling of Austin winning uh, after all the kind of build up to it, and it's a real payoff. You are leaving this paper, you feeling really, really happy after what you've just seen as well. Oh hell yeah! All right, so looking, going crazy. We've had ten matches on this WrestleMania. WrestleMania 15 is probably not known as one of the greatest WrestleManias of all time, but I think tonight it may be proved a lot of people wrong. Uh, we start off with uh, Hardcore Holly, Al Snow, and Billy Gunn for the Hardcore Championship to start off the night. Dan, what are your thoughts?
1: It, it was a good start to the show. You know, you had um, Hardcore Holly kind of cementing his name as a Hardcore champion.
2: Yeah, after being and, Sparky Plug for so yeah. long,
1: and it kind of, you know, cements what he goes on to do for the next few years. I think Billy Gunn deserves more than the Hardcore Championship. So, you know, I think it's a bit low in his what he what he should be aiming yeah.
0: for. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you there. I think Billy Gunn was the kind of breakout star. Of that match. But Hardcore Holly. Kind of got the win. And walked away. And like I said. It was a moment for him. At the show. Uh, second match. d Loan Test versus Owen Double J. We'd seen on Heat. d Loan Test winning the battle. Which is a bit weird. The match was over. Uh, they needed more time. Oh sorry. What first match. Uh, what was your rating out of five? My rating was. It, fr- my rating was three and a half out I'll of five. three out of five. Yeah. I thought it was quite fun. Second match. I go three out of five. You should more time though. I quite like that.
1: Yeah. It, you know. It's only a four minute. Five minute match. but. It kind of focused on what... Brown and Tess as opposed to Jeff Jarrett. That's je and Owen Hart. But it was... It was a bit fun. You know, you had the confrontation with Deborah and Ivory as yeah,
0: well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I liked that. I'll finish a little more time. Uh, third match is... My... Um,
1: I gave that... Uh, three out of five three as well. out of
0: five as well yeah Butterbean versus Billy Gunn my favourite moment of the entire pay-per-view probably and possibly favourite moment of Wrestlemania ever Bart Gunn getting knocked the fire Butterbean uh, five out of five for me all the time I loved it
1: yeah I'll give it a five out of five as well you know uh, Bart Gunn he was really cocky you know going through the Ball for all tournament and they're like right we'll show him we we'll are give him you know the knockout artist yeah, before yeah. KO was around Butterbean, and yeah, it was just an absolute great moment. And talking of great moments, Austin celebrating with shirt stealer Hebner, he's now beer stealer Hebner.
0: Yeah, exactly. Cold hold one with a champion as Austin is celebrating, giving everybody a proper celebration, looked to be leaving but came back to have another beer. I'm not sure if he's. No, look at that, toasting the crowd with a championship. WrestleMania 15 has been all about the rattlesnake.
1: I'll <laughs> have to catch to be yeah. last and throw. Because like, that's going on eBay. I'm going to
0: steal that. Well, but man cannot believe it. But it's been WrestleMania 316. <laughs> All right, so Mankind versus Big Show. Who would be the referee in the main event? It was quick. Um, I would have seen a little bit more from it. But I think it was very good angle what they did. Because obviously, with the Big Show now, kind of turning them at man and giving him a, a slap afterwards. Uh, as, as being good with him coming in, you know, and to McMahon come out here and slap him uh, and, and say, you know, you're not good enough and a big show to deck him and be arrested. Kind of makes him a face straight away, you know, in, in yeah. that way to get one over on Mr. McMahon. The match itself, I thought, three and a half quick, but I like the McMahon interaction at the end.
1: What yeah, you I'd, I'd, uh, I'd stay with three and a half as well, yeah, you know. But the only thing is, it's with Mankind, I know they had to make it. He won the match by disqualification, they had to make it like, you know, oh, he's not going to be here for the main event. So, you know, that was kind of a, the reason why he got cut off, I suppose. Yeah,
0: exactly. You see one of them get cut off in the ambulance, one of them taken away in a police car. Uh, next match was the Intercontinental Championship. Road Dogg versus Goldust versus Venus versus Ken Shamrock.
1: This was a, a fun little match as well, you know. it was It was a good length of time. You saw Ken Shamrock and Val Venus, They kind of had their own problems over Ryan Shamrock, who is now with Goldust, the other person in this match. And they kind of fought their way to the back and disappeared. So it was left with Road Dogg and Goldust. And, um, you know, that's kind of where Ryan Shamrock also got involved because she tried tripping. Mm. Road Dogg ended up inadvertently getting Goldust and that's kind of put a wedge between the Blue Meanie and Ryan Shamrock. Um, and yeah. Goldust, you know, that's kind of what's going to happen there.
0: It feels like Blue Meanie's a bit jealous, and I think made Ryan Shamrock kind of do that and made a big mistake costing gold Goldust that match. Uh, again, Road Dog's in this position. Uh, Billy Gunn in this position probably would make more sense for me at the time, but fair play for Road Dog to kind of, you know, get it. It weren't a bad match. Again, it was, like I said, fun. Uh, a three and a half for me.
1: Yeah, I'll say three and a half as well.
0: And then Triple H versus Kane was next. And this was another very good story, and given quite a bit of time as well, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was quite a, a longish match again. You know, like the last one, it was. The uh, uh, Last one was nearly ten minutes. This one was over eleven. Um, yeah, it was. It was good because you know there was a little twist at the end as well, which is. Yeah, I was uh, like, oh, we didn't expect that.
0: We thought the story would be, can Triple H hang with Kane? We've seen Kane being in the main event before Triple H. Like I said, WrestleMania 14, Triple H from the European Championship match, Kane was fighting the untaker. So to go on from 50s, two men go out, could Triple H hold on to that level? I think he did. He showed that he could go with the main eventers in this one. It's quite a competitive match. But like you said, the twist at the end with uh, China coming out and turning her back on Kane and seemingly rejoining DX with Triple H as well was a moment, again, a lot of times uh, at this pay-per-view we've seen a lot of moments that, going, moving on from here, were proper moments. Looking back maybe 10 or 20 years later on, but the Big Show hitting Miss McMahon, that would have been a great moment to it, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Well, you know, it is something like, you know, well, the Big Show's turned face... Triple H has effectively turned hill.
0: Yeah, well, at this, at this point, we're talking about I just at this time watching the match. At this time, China's gone back to Triple H and you think DX yeah. have been reunited. So you're like, what a great moment that yeah. is. And then, like you say, when it comes to a couple of matches that you get that other twist. And you think, oh shit, maybe things aren't going our way. Uh, so Triple H has came, three and a half. is very good story with China coming back.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'll give that one a four, actually. I was quite, you know, it's... It's good to see how mu- how far forward Kane has come in this time. Yeah, this thing, Kane might have yeah, only been put in there, yeah. four or five months, or, well, 18 months.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, he put in there, for first off, with the untaker, to maybe just be around for that feud, and yet he's managed to grow on from that point to actually become a viable member of the roster, and over in his own right as well, you know. Indeed, yeah. Uh, Sable versus Tory was next. It was just awful, wasn't it, you know?
1: I've got, Absolutely good, terrible, yeah, yeah. I've got nothing good to say about it. It's two nah. out of five. Terrible women's wrestling. I'm going to give it a one and a half out of five. It was... I'm glad women's wrestling isn't like that nowadays. Yeah,
0: me too, me too. Uh, you had Shane versus X-Puck. Um, three and a half out of five. This match, Shane proved that he could he could not go in the ring. But with someone like X-Puck, you know that leapfrog at the start was great. Even though it hands on Shane, I loved the kind of interference put in X-Puck's way for a kind of a babyface underdog to be you have to go through the stooges, have to go through tests. Then you know, Man, You think, right? He's getting a better at Shane Man now. Especially when you see Triple H and uh, China coming out. You go, right? That's going to even the odds right now.
1: It, you know, Tess is going to get yeah. taken out, and then it's like, what the fuck has gone on here? You know, <laughs> what's happened? And it does make you want to watch the next night. Yeah, I'm raw.
0: Exactly, and it's a shocking moment. You're like, what? And like I said, a year after basically forming. Uh a year to the day nearly. Yeah. They're basically splitting up now or, or Triple H has left with, with China. You say the two basic the two original members of DX have now gone.
1: But is this a double bluff because we've seen the outlaws kind of suit up and join uh the corporation? Is this gonna be
0: I don't know, the emotion that we saw in Road Dogg and Billy Gunn as they came out uh, after Xbox pac attack, attacked, they looked to be shocked. But this is, it might be, it might not, you know, but the story at the time is another good WrestleMania moment like you've had. Uh, then we had the Hell in a Cell match, the worst Hell in a Cell match in history. Uh, again, re-watching it, if it wasn't a Hell in a Cell match, it might have been a satisfactory match. But when you've got the Hell in a Cell gimmick in, you're expecting something a little bit more extreme. And I know we had the ending with the brood coming out, but yeah. apart from that, you had nothing, you know?
1: Well, you know, you had that really awful handcuff spot. I mean, like he spent ages handcuffing the undertaker to the side only for it to snap. Yeah, yeah. Once the undertaker's weight went and anyone that uses handcuffs, like I use them quite a lot for, uh, anyway, let's not get into that, but handcuffs don't break that easily.
0: No, And this is the thing, you know, and there was a few problems with that. Taker gets the win, uh, luckily, and then the brood hang the boss man afterwards.
1: They killed a man live. They killed a the man, the man live.
0: Papers paper said, so we should have a boss man's funeral tomorrow. Another interesting thing, you know, corporation and ministry feud. Does it really make sense at the moment with two hills going at it? I don't know, but hopefully they can explain that situation to us. Situation. And then on to the main event, Austin versus the Rockdown.
1: Oh, I gave that Hell in a Cell match Austin. two and a half out of five. Yeah, two and a half
0: out of five for me as well for the Hell in a Cell match. And then on to the main event
1: absolutely brilliant the storytelling of it was absolute perfection you know i'm i often get annoyed by ref bumps but this kind these kind of ref bumps actually made sense and it was kind of pivotal in the storytelling as well you know they start off fighting around the ring they barely spent time in the ring and you know even though it was a no disqualification match we saw a few chair shots and that was Mm -hmm. it we didn't see him having to pull out kendo sticks tables ladders the steel steps, You know, we didn't have to see all of that. No.
0: They just wanted to get their hands on each other, didn't they? You yeah. Know?
1: And, you know, you can see how professional both these guys are. It kind of failed. So they just carried on. Yeah. And they, you know, in a second shot, put the table through or put the announce table through. And, you know, you wouldn't have thought it was a clusterfuck. You just thought Austin wants to really put him through that table. Yeah.
0: Without a doubt, you know, so I think this is the thing that we saw think these two men definitely did, but I think it was the match of the night as well, uh, in my eyes, you know. I, I think this was absolutely brilliant between the two, uh, and especially the closing stages as well, when you get to that point, you know, rock bottom attempt into the stunner. Very reminiscent of last year, with the kind of Michaels and uh, Austin thing, we see it again with these two, and kind of just move it up a little level as well. What was your score at five for that?
1: Uh, I'll have to go five as well, yeah.
0: Well, I give Austin Rock four and a half. But that is my match of the night, properly. I'm um, obviously Butterbean is well, a bet moment. You
1: know the way, yeah. The way you, you're putting it is the Butterbean because it was literally a moment thirty-five yeah. seconds. You can hardly call it a match, but it was a moment. And this, that, yeah, definitely match of the night. What was your?
0: Uh, oh, hang on, let's just watch because Austin now is going to leave the ring, but man, saying that's his
1: championship. And Austin, I think, is going to give him the title. Oh! No, he offered him the title. Vince looked to take it and he gets caught with a (laughs) huge right hand. And McMahon sent in. Oh, no! Stunner to McMahon. (laughs) And if you thought Austin winning the title after everything that he's been through was a feel-good moment. Him stunning the bloke that's been a pain in his (laughs) ass for a while now. You know, giving him a beer bath to wake him up.
0: Well, what a moment. McMahon has been completely embarrassed here. Covering in beer. Austin. Austin's
1: like, yeah, Vince, stay down a minute. Yeah, he's like, i oh, <laughs> got his foot on McMahon. He's got one over McMahon. So I reckon when he went down there, because Austin, you know, he, when he talks his shit when he goes down after giving him the finger directly saying look thanks for this yeah he must absolutely be, appreciate yeah. everything you've done for me god kid <laughs> it's the
2: greatest moment of my life
1: god damn Vince yeah
0: what a moment for McMahon
1: and we finish off on the boys to men from the start of the show as well
0: yeah we get a little video of everything that happened at Wrestlemania 15
1: so you know we kind of
0: so what was your rating out of 10 then ten.
1: I would have to say, um, I'd give it an eight. I think with the storytelling and the progression of what's happened and, you know, just the moments in it as well.
0: i say it's not the greatest festival of all time. But when you're watching it, it is a very entertaining WrestleMania. That's why I'm giving it an eight and a half. It's my first WrestleMania I watched. At the Time I was all over the moments. Do you know what I mean? All the little things that happened, yeah. even the storyline through it of Mr. McMahon being a special guest referee that not working out in the end. There was constantly things going on which really made it like kind of an enjoyable card for me. You know. So what was the fallout from WrestleMania? We move on to Raw episode three oh five, March twenty
2: eighth, nineteen ninety nine. <laughs>
1: It's the night after WrestleMania and the big story is Rock losing the WWF title to Steve Austin. This will only serve to continue the war between Vince and Austin, but at the same time we're continuing Vince vs Undertaker. We're starting on the road to backlash now, which would be the final in-your-house pay-per-view. Let's get to it.
0: Well, we open with a recap of Austin's fold back to the title, including the beer truck attack from last week. And here comes a new champion to open his show to an eruption wearing black jeans for the only time I ever remember. Austin says he did exactly what he said he would do, head to Philadelphia, go up Route 316 and burn the Smackdown Ho-Town to the ground. Now that we've got the sentimental crap out of the way, Austin thinks the WF title Belt isn't worth all the trouble and aggravation. He wants Vince out here right now so he can relinquish the belt. What?
1: Well, Vince cautiously comes to the ring after taking forever to come down the aisle. Austin hands him the belt like it's no big deal. Vince goes to leave, but Austin says it's not that easy. Austin has some footage for Vince, which shows McMahon running away with the WWF title at breakdown and then taking the Smoking Skull belt with him as a trophy. Vince can have the belt, but Austin is a WWF champion. And there is nothing that can be done about that.
0: And well, he wants Vince to bring the smoking skull belt back because of the last one he wants. If Vince does to have it back here in two hours, he'll be getting the beating of his life. The man says no because the belt reminds him that he's going Cross Austin, And he looks ready to stun her, but Vince says if Austin attacks him without being provoked, Vince can fire him on the spot. Austin has another clip from last night showing Vince stomping Austin down in the corner. that sounds like provocation to Austin so the two hours are ticking away. Vince hits Austin in the back with a belt and runs away
1: and a lot of and a lot of, and a lot of people arrive at the show
0: and Vince sends Stephanie to get the
1: belt we go on to our first match, which is Sable and Jacqueline versus Tori and
0: Ivory. Well, this is the result of Jackie burning Ivory's face with a cigar last night in heat. Ivory jumps Jackie to start and it's a giant swing for good measure. Off to Tori as Ivory chases Terry up the rank for lightly another cigar. Sable is still holding the belt on the apron when she uses the clock jack in the back of the head. Tori gets the worst backslide ever for the pin.
1: Tori and Sable are about to brawl when the Ministry of Darkness interrupts. Sable can't escape because there are ropes with Hugh behind her. Taker says he wants to see what she's got. Sable starts doing the grinds, so Taker grabs her by the throat, and he says he's got Vince's mill ticket, so he needs to get out here right now to save her.
0: Well, Vince tells Shane to stay in the back with Stephanie while he takes care of this. Isn't she supposed to go into Connecticut? Vince comes out, drops the mic and then heads right back through the curtain. He spins right to the back, screaming for Stephanie, but finding no daughter in the dressing room. Vince yells at Shane as we take a break.
1: And we're back from a break with Vince Shane not to call the cops and saying Stephanie must be in the parking lot instead of, you know, going to look for her. He walks around the dressing room. This is very interesting to see when you know what's coming in the story. Well,
0: here's a sullen X-Pop with something to say. He came back here a year ago because a phone call from Triple H saying DX was falling apart. Then last night, Triple H turned him by making a choice. The outlaws and X-Pop will be out here every week to tell Hunter to suck it until the day they die. Triple H's name may be Hunter, but tonight did. That's a nice line.
1: Well, Vince gets a call from Undertaker saying she really is sugar and spice and everything nice.
0: We then get Big Show versus
1: Test. Well, Big Show is freshly faced after objecting to Vince yelling at him last night. A boot to the face sets up the choke slam to end test in about 30 seconds.
0: Well, Big Show talks about how Vince is having some personal trauma right now, but Show doesn't really care. Vince thought that he owned Big Show, but no one owns him at all. It was Vince that said when Big Show got to the WF, everything was going to be changed. Starting tonight, Vince is going to eat those
1: words. And then back to the back, and Vince sends Shamrock to find Stephanie.
0: And we get a hardcore title match, Steve Williams versus hardcore Holly.
1: Holly won the title back last week and is defending it here as a result of accidentally breaking Jr's broadcast table a few weeks back. Williams pounds Holly into the corner to start, but Holly comes back with kicks of his own. Steve comes back with a quick belly-to-belly suplex as Jr gets on Spanish commentary, wanting to go back to work. Williams goes after Holly's leg, wrapping it round a post for good measure.
0: Well, Q also Snow a frying pan to lay Williams to keep the title on Holly. They managed to make a hardcore match really boring. It's really hard to do when you think about how insane some of these matches could be. The JR Steve Williams stuff needs to wrap up soon. Uh, there's nothing interesting at all there. People don't want to boo JR. And these two turns never really work out for him anyway.
1: And we get the Rock versus Billy Gunn. Shane commentary and Rock powers Billy into the corner and fires off right hands as Shane goes nuts. Billy comes back with a drop toe hold and a drop kick before working on the arm for a bit. Rock slugs gun down as Shane tells everyone to focus. A suplex gets two, two. for the great one and there's a stun gun to gun for two more. They head outside with Billy being sent into barricade and Rock jumping on commentary only to have Billy flash in for no apparent reason. And Billy fires off some right hands only to be caught with a rock bottom and people's elbow. Big ovation for the pin.
0: Yeah, Rock's face turn is imminent at this point for the same reason it happened last time. You can't hold that kind of charisma down. The other thing to remember is that the Rock never really turned face in nineteen ninety eight. He just started fighting hills but started talking still talked trash and acted arrogant before joining up with Vince and the company. Billy Gunn continues to get
1: sham information out of whoever has it in order to get Vince's baby girl back. And Austin watches the clock. And I think the first person that is gonna beat to get some information out of is Ken Shatter... And I think Ken Sh- the f- and I think Gangrel is the first person that Ken Shamrock is going to bait up to try and get some information out of.
0: Well, Gangrel is rammed into various objects, but still he doesn't know where she is. Some whips into the steps, soften Gangrel up a bit more before we head back, and more interrogation. The fans get distracted by something, so Shamrock stalls for a bit. The belly-to-belly sets up an ankle lock on Gangrel to end the massacre.
1: Well, you know, you can only assume that Gangrel was there as a warm body for Shamrock to beat on, which is probably the best argue, idea given his rather limited in-ring skills. At least this short match had a bit of a purpose, unlike other sort of stuff that you'll see.
0: And we see Edge Christian come out after Shamrock and the lights go out. Shamrock gets a bloodbath, but he grabs Christian by the ankle. He cranks on the hold until Christian says Stephanie is in the basement.
1: And post break, Shamrock is in the basement to try and find the lost princess.
0: We get an Intercontinental Championship match, Road Dog versus Gold Dust. Well, the Jack and Jive sets up the shaky knee drop, only to have to escape the curtain call. Meany chokes Dog with a belt, allowing the curtain call to connect for the title.
1: Intercontinental Champion is Gold Dust.
0: Yeah, I mean, how in the world do you overbook a match that runs four minutes? Also, I don't get the mentality of having a title change here instead of doing it the night before, you know, at WrestleMania. These were the last two of the four-way last night, so why not give Goldie the toll here? Nothing match, which was way overdone.
1: Well, post-match, Goldust says that was a raging climax, which was a tagline of WrestleMania last night. He says we'll know something very soon.
0: Well, Shamrock finds Stephanie crying with a Ministry Mark on her forehead.
1: Ministry Mark Calloway. Stephanie cries on her dad's shoulder, that's a relief, it had been a full ten minutes since we saw Vince.
0: And then we get the tag titles, it's Owen Hart and Jeff Jack, that's J-E-F-F-J-A-R-R-E-T versus a Legion of Doom.
1: It's a brawl to start of course, with the LOD flanked by Paul Ellering, cleaning house to start. Animal slams Jeff down for two and we're ready to go. The fans call Owen a nugget, but an animal suplex quietens them down. Jarrett's knee to the back allows Owen to kick Animal's head off to take over before it's off to Jeff. Animal comes back with a double clothesline, cleans house as Hawk finally comes in to help. Doomsday device puts Owen down, but there's no referee. Jeff cracks a guitar over Hawk's head and puts Owen on top to retain the belt.
0: Vince thanks Shamrock for the services and Shane has a skull belt. Vince doesn't care because the night is over. Shane is tasked with giving the belt back to Austin. They leave, but Shane says tonight isn't over.
1: And we go on to our next match, which is X-Pac versus Triple H, trying to get a bit of X-Pac retribution over what happened like the night before.
0: Oh, so here comes X-Pac for a bit of retribution, but Triple H coming out, and look at him smirking.
1: He has got a cigarette in his gob, he's got a smile on his face, because I think he's just turned to the dark side.
0: Well, he has X-Pac definitely wants a piece of Triple H. And the shame of man coming out here with what X-Pac thinks is his European Championship and China. And what a night it was for the corporation last night at WrestleMania, getting Triple H on board. you got to wonder how long this
1: plan has been, and X-Pac going straight away, but Triple H with the right hands. X-Pac starting to fight back, and it's a bit of yay on A punches.
0: X-Pac is getting the advantage, but Triple H, the bigger man, will need to the midsection, and it was a year ago to the day on Raw, Triple H brought X-Pac back to be a part of the new DX. Hip toss attempt blocked by Triple H but nice by X Puck.
1: Spinning heel kick drops Triple H.
0: And now the chops by X Puck sending Triple H back in the corner.
1: Triple H ducks a clothesline, catches X Puck with the knee.
0: And now Triple H Irish whipping X Puck. Go for the clothesline, dodged.
1: Catches a spinning heel kick but X Puck catches him with a uh, Inseguri.
0: Oh, Triple H sent it to the corner. x pac went in. Kind of bronco-busted that second rope.
1: Triple H with a huge clothesline. Dropping pack. Now the ball is certainly in. Triple H is caught as he drops X-Pack with a chop to the chest.
0: And x pac trying to fight back. But we've got this fight between two DX guys. Now the knee to the face of x And so many questions and so many things asked and answered here tonight about the corporation and the ministry. Stephanie abducted. What did the ministry do to her? Where's the smoking skull belt? Is this man going to give in and just give it back to Austin? Has he got bigger things to worry about now? And Shane here hiding behind China. Is Shane trying to build his own corporation at the moment? We've seen Big Show leave and now Triple H is a part of it with China.
1: Oh, but X-Puck fighting back. He's bleeding through the mouth. That might be internal bleeding there.
0: Well, Triple H has put a beating on him, but X-Puck has got such a big
1: heart fighting back. Catches Triple H with a clothesline, takes him down.
0: Now backs him up into the corner.
1: Follows up with a spinning heel kick. Drops Triple H, looking for that Bronco buster.
0: And x going to go for it.
1: No, Shane holding a leg. X-Pac not happy with that, so he closes Shane down. Shane draws him into the ring. And China's in now. Drops X-Pac with a clothesline. Well, China is not even in this match. Disqualification. I Hebner calls for the bell. He may have won the match, but he's certainly going to lose this battle. And now Triple H beating him
0: down. We're going to see Pedigree. No. Oh.
1: Low blow by China.
0: Well, if any doubt was in our minds, if Triple H had turned his back on DX, we can
1: answer that now. Now with a pedigree, and Triple H said, "Next puck to suck it." Oh, the well, lights have gone out.
0: And last night at WrestleMania, China turned her back on a man who can make most of the world wrestling Stream scared. It's
1: Kane. Well, has Kane effectively turned face in I this think now? I think so. You hear the fa- fans as well. Uh, it seems like he's coming out to save X pac or is he going to come down to beat him? Is he still part of the corporation? But uh, he's had problems with Triple H.
0: I don't think Kane wants to be a part of the corporation with the threat of the guys in the white jackets to take him away. He now wants his hands on Triple H and China. Oh my God. The fire goes off and Shane
1: must be crazy attacking Kane from behind. Well, that didn't work. He gets his jacket ripped off by Kane. And Triple H looking to capitalize on it. But he gets dropped by the big red machine. And now China's in.
0: And she said, you won't do anything to me, Kane. Remember how close we are. Oh, Shane giving Triple H a chair. Unprotected chair shot to the face. (laughs) the corporation getting out of here and Kane sits up and he's got the chain he's going to go after Triple H and China and Shane is hiding behind the announce table right now
1: Shane is still here at ringside Kane has gone back pursuing Triple H and China is that a greenish belt that he's got Mm. on the title? That looks hideous
0: says that they're both champions and if Austin wants the belt, all he has to do is look around the waist of the most electrifying man in sports, entertainment.
1: So The Rock is the WWF champ.
0: Well, he's coming out here and he's got the smoking skull title and the championship that Vincent Mann said he didn't know where it was but here comes The Rock.
1: Cue The Rock with the title over his shoulder making Shane look like a mean old liar. Rock gives Austin credit before changing his mind because there's nobody... Nobody! The Rock don't do that, that can take this belt from him. He may have lost last night, but it took two... Two! Stunners to do it. Oh, wait a minute. And the glass
0: is just smashed. And here comes the rattlesnake, and he wants his title belt back,
1: and he's running to the ring. The Rock was prepared for him, though. Austin threw the ring, but finally drags The Rock out and just starts wading away with some big rights.
0: Oh, my God. And Austin's got The Rock. I really him
1: over the announce table.
0: And they just picked up where they left off last night. All through the Spanish announce table. And now The Rock get caught in the right hand.
1: And Shane's there. He gets <laughs> dropped with a stunner.
0: Oh. But
1: he gives a chance of Rock to come back into it.
0: And The Rock giving Austin a finger and laying a smack down on him. And now Rock's got the title belt. And he's just taken out the Rattlesnake. Wait a minute, here comes Triple H. And Triple H and The Rock side by side. One of the weirdest things
1: I've ever seen. And the rest of the corporation come down as Ken Shamrock.
0: Let's not forget he had a bloodbath earlier, but he did find Stephanie and Test as well.
1: Test, Test, here is Test.
0: And this is a new corporation.
1: Well, who's going to come down and save Austin? Anyone?
0: Well, I don't think so. China taking Shane away. And this is four on one. The odds don't look good. Wait a minute. Here comes the seven-footer. He said he's going to make the corporation pay.
1: Dropping everyone with headbutts. A <laughs> <laughs> Big Show here now chopped his Shamrock. Scarper, he's jumped in the ring, grabbed the belt. Austin's just closed on Triple H
0: over the top. And I never thought... These two men faced off two weeks ago.
1: Oh! Well, it was against Austin. Well, because of Austin, Big Show made his debut coming through the ring and taking out the Rattlesnake.
0: And now these two men side by side. And a stunner on Shamrock. Now, Triple H is back
1: in. Big Show's got him. Huge delay <laughs> choke slam.
0: Boom! and that's how you do it my god there we go that was raw Dan what are your thoughts on that
1: I thought it was entertaining it's still kind of continuing stories it did put an end to it but it's kind of going on to the next chapter I know you've still got Undertaker and Vince and the Ockham Rostin rivalry is still going strong but it is really hot so why would you want to kind of not pursue it anyway
0: yeah, that's true. I mean, I think after for a Raw after WrestleMania, maybe this didn't have it all, but it's just continued along the story, didn't it, into Backlash and in our next pay-per-view. I thought it was good. What have you thought of the World Wrestling Federation in, February, uh, in March of 1999,
1: then? I, I feel it's been absolutely on point, aside from the debacles whistling. You know, and it's not me being sexist. It is actually really awful. It is... But the storyline progression—you've got kind of uh, Kane and the Big Show—they've turned face. You've got Triple H and China—they've turned heel. What's going to happen with DX moving forward? Are they still going to be DX? In as though they've got no original members left. Um, you know, Rock and Triple H working together. I mean, who would have thunk that?
0: Exactly. And this is the weird things that we are seeing here uh, in the in WWF, and we will continue it next month. So that was WWF, that was absolutely brilliant, but we've got to finish up WCW for the month as well, and we had one episode left, it's episode 185, and it is the 29th of March, 1999.
1: And we start off with David and Tori slash Samantha in front of a fire talking about how Hogan treats Dave like a father, which Dave never had. Dave can't believe that Flair is dodging Hogan.
0: And we're live from Trent. They show a new VW Beetle that they're giving away in a contest on WSW.com.
1: It's a promotional tie-in with Beetle Adventure Racing for the N64.
0: And there's a big Larry chant in Canada.
1: Tony talks about the Hart interview from last week where he challenged Goldberg to a five-minute match. There
0: is a huge We Want Brett chant.
1: We get footage from the Hart interview.
0: lot of Canadians at inside for some reason.
1: It might be because they're in Canada, eh? I don't know. In what may be a harbinger of things to come, we're forced to experience Roland's beautiful rap video. Well,
0: haven't they figured out how much is sucks yet?
1: And that is not at all. Well, don't tell me we're going to go through like another hour number one like a few weeks ago well
0: match one is Conan
1: orderly oh, arriba la raza
0: I'm bowdy bowdy versus Vincent with an angle that will never die
1: well Conan with a mule kick carpet muncher and applies the tequila sunrise for the submission win I don't know if that's called that today plugs the hotline an unspecial look at Hogan and Tory talking about how he how David thinks Hogan is his father
0: Tory asks about a fight with Nash
1: Apparently, she's taking the faux title. She's talking about the faux title match.
0: And Tory asks if Hogan could beat Nash again. Hogan whispers sank in her ear. Well, Mean Gene calls out Hogan. Oh, poor Canada. They don't deserve this.
1: Well, Tony says maybe we've been a little hard on the NWO. <laughs> hard on. Hogan. Well, you know something, Mean Gene? He goes on to say, Hollywood and the Wolfpack is definitely in the house.
0: Brother! Has Hogan made a trip to Canada since he lost his Jacques Rougeau? It'd be pretty funny if he hadn't.
1: Well, Hogan talks about the largest arms in the world, but Scott Steiner is nowhere to be seen.
0: Hogan talks about his belt.
1: And he's getting quite a decent face pop, which doesn't really help my opinion of Canada.
0: Eugene <laughs> is playing up Hogan as a face too. The crowd
1: are chanting, Hogan! Hogan!
0: Well, Hogan poses, cups his ear, etc. I fear for the future of professional wrestling.
1: Well, Tony says that someone in customs reported seeing Sting
0: in Toronto. Wow. Well, a special look at Goldberg or 60 Seconds with Jobbers and Grunting.
1: Tony talks about Sting.
0: Well, they want to know what he'll be wearing.
1: What is this? A wrestling show or freaking GQ? Well,
0: I mean, I guess red or white or nothing at all. Today he talks to DDP. Damn it, I almost forgot about him. Thanks for reminding me. See, if I ever do anything for you today, just let me know.
1: Well, we take a look back at the Scott Steiner slash DDP slash Kim thing.
0: Yeah, DDP says Kim is doing fine.
1: He says that Steiner gave him a herniated L4 disc.
0: But he doesn't want Taney to make excuses for him and says that Steiner laid him out on that night.
1: Well, Tanay wants to know about the Steiner gets Kim for 30 days stipulation. Stipulation. DDP asks if Tanay is an idiot. DDP says that stip was never enforced.
0: And he says don't buy the hype about the People's Champion, but he says he's coming back his way.
1: And match two is Kenny Chaos versus Raw.
0: This is an Irish Rip and checks Chaos into the Smackdown Hotel with the death penalty.
1: Meltdown, splat, win. And today plugs the hotline. More fun with Nash and Tory. Yeah, Nash wants to know about David. Tory wants to know about when Hogan beat him.
0: Yeah, Tory says Hogan says when Hogan beat Nash it was real. Well,
1: Nash isn't happy Hogan was talking about that.
0: Oh, so is Tory playing Nash against Hogan? Who cares? Mean Gene calls out Ric Flair to a chorus of booze. Or
1: well, Flair walks the aisle.
0: And he insults someone I'm not sure who is.
1: He says, coming to Canada isn't a good decision because he doesn't like being here.
0: Flair says he can spend a week in Canada with $100.
1: <laughs> he also says he has a surprise for wrestling fans tonight.
0: There's a massive arsehole chant.
1: Why, well, was you in the crowd, James? Hey. Or well, he says that someone has been after him all night, so Flair said he could come out on Flair's time and make a presentation to the president.
0: Well, DDP makes his way out. Page has his... Own... Page says, my, 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 how things have changed.
1: He says, Bischoff must have beamed into Flair's body.
0: Well, Flair says, because I've got the book, I can do whatever I want to with you, like I used to.
1: He says that DDP came here because DDP wants a match with Steiner.
0: Well, DDP insults the Canadian fans, calling them, I believe, jackoffs.
1: Well, Flair says he's going to make a corporate decision since Hogan's complaining and DDP's complaining. They'll wrestle each other.
0: Hogan comes down the aisle. Treats to the apron. And the crowd chant Hogan, Hogan, Hogan.
1: And Wade says, shoot me, shoot me, shoot me. Hogan threatens Flair. He also threatens DDP. And
0: DDP and Hogan both agree to go through each other.
1: He says that he'll be DDP's manager tonight.
0: We cut to a shot in the rafters and a black and white stinger's is up there.
1: And Flair orders Sting down.
0: We see the normal Nitro opener.
1: And the Nitro girls are in the ring.
0: And Scott Norton versus Rick Steiner.
1: And the music brings out...
0: Yeah, it's Scott Norton.
1: He'll be jobbing tonight to the Bulldog of
0: death. And in the back, Ray is asking Kidman to be his partner against Benoit and Malinko.
1: Well, Kidman isn't sure, but eventually agrees. Chris Adams versus
0: World TV Champion is the next match.
1: It was is still in the booth because they can't find Heenan.
0: Chris Adams gets TV title shot, WW Superstar, what the fuck is he say that for? Booker goes up top, lands a missile dropkick for the title, defence.
1: Footage from Ray offering Kidman another cruiserweight shot at sting- Spring Stampede.
0: Uh, match five is Jerry Flynn versus Chris Jericho.
1: Can I just say that I reckon Jerry Flynn's going to win this one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, Jericho gets a mic and welcomes Toronto to Monday night. Jericho!
0: Jericho says he's 100% Canadian. He says, what was, what was that with the exchange rate? So they said about 85%.
1: Well, Jericho's great, everything he is in Canada. But
0: now he lives in the US.
1: Well, he says that he was walking through Toronto and he had one thought, I'm glad I moved to the States.
0: Well, Jericho gets a boot up on a corner charge and then rolls Flynn up, puts his feet on the ropes and gets the pin! So, Jerry Flynn is... No one cares about Jerry Flynn, even though Jericho is leaving.
1: Well, Mean Gene has Spice with him, and not that illegal drug that the hippie students have been smoking.
0: I don't know. Uh, they're talking about the Beatle contest. Spice eventually speaks, and she even sounds quite attractive.
1: Well, someone has framed a movie poster for wrestling with shadows. And Bret Hart makes his way out. And the Canadians go ape shit over Brett As Heenan said you used
0: to be able to say that Gene Kanitsky was Canada's Canadians Heenan said you used to be able to say Jean Kinitsky was Canada's greatest athlete I thought Iron Mark sh- Iron Mark sh- fuck me Iron Mike Sharp held that distinction
1: that really announced we get a huge ovation for Hart and he says it's nice to be in a place where you get just a little respect he says that everyone's upset about the ratings but it starts off with a little bit of old Canada well, he quotes some of O Canada and the crowd loves it. And he says, Bischoff, put that in your pipe. He mentions that he's a five-time, 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 five-time world champion.
0: And the mention of Flair gets massive boos.
1: And Hart says, Hogan is afraid of him.
0: The Hart says he came to WSW to earn a reputation, not to lose it.
1: And the mention of William Goldberg gets boos.
0: And Hart calls Goldberg out.
1: And he says that he beat Steve Austin every time he ever fought him.
0: Hart says Goldberg likes to fancy himself a big, tough football player. But Hart removes Calgary Hitman jersey to reveal a Toronto Maple Leaf jersey underneath. This is hockey country. The crowd goes absolutely
1: nuts. Well, Goldberg music hit and the crowd boos. But a huge Goldberg chance starts up.
0: So here comes Goldberg. And Goldberg means business. Coming out, he's been challenged. Brett says... Goldberg won't last five minutes with him. Maybe, <laughs> this, maybe this is what we need, a feud. Goldberg versus Brett. Brett's not doing anything. Goldberg's not doing anything. Wait, for the World Championship. If one of them gets it, If one of Yeah, exactly. That's what we've got to get down the road. Oh, the fans chanting for Brett, chanting for Goldberg. And Goldberg's not having it. Oh, spears Brett. And a spear to Brett. And what happens after the spear, Dan? Well, he we should be getting up. Well, no. Hang on a minute. He's well, Brett's down, but Goldberg, Goldberg's down as well.
1: One, two, three. Goldberg wins. Well, he pinned him for three. You men, saw that there.
0: Both men out. What happened? Did, did Goldberg hit his head? Well, Brett's been down a while. Goldberg looks to be out as well. Well, Goldberg wiped out Brett, and Brett's moving now. Goldberg still isn't. Goldberg's out, and Brett's rolling on top of Goldberg.
1: One, two... Three. Brett beats Goldberg. After Goldberg's already... What's this? He takes off the Maple Leaf jersey. And he's got steel plate underneath it.
0: Oh, my God. Goldberg hit the steel plate. Outsmarted... Well, he said he could beat Goldberg. I think he proved it there. Yeah, he can outsmart the big man. Well, he didn't
1: prove that he beat him, though, because Goldberg had him pinned for three sec. Well, for about 15, 20 Well, seconds. Brett's
0: got the pinfall. That's what's happened now, he's got the well, microphone. Well, has got an
1: official referee, and he didn't count that.
0: Well, Brett says, go ahead and respect that. Hey, Bischoff, and the WSW, and Dan White, I quit. And Brett now is walking out, and we go to a commercial.
1: Well, as we come back, we see a very grey Bischoff confronting Brett Hart, but Hart just walking past him.
0: A special look at Buff Bagwell
1: versus Scott Steiner. And match six is Buff Bagwell versus Norman Smiley. And Buff Bagwell comes out in new white tights. And he gets the mic. Buff
0: tells Toronto that Big Papa Pump and Buff Daddy are no more.
1: And he says that the crowd can choose who they want, but they should remember that he loves them as much as they love him. After all, he's the buff and he's the stuff.
0: His opponent is Norman Smiley. And yes, this match should rule.
1: Well, Buff gets a boot up, hops up to the second buckle... Now's the buff blockbuster for the win. It's actually quite a good match. And then we get more useless blabber with James and the announcers.
0: And then match seven is WWE World Tag Team Champions, Moir and Dean Malenko versus the WWE World Cruiseweight Champion, Rey Mysterio Jr. and Billy Kidman. So the tag team title's on the line. We've seen Kidman and Mysterio teaming up soon with a bit of respect.
1: So does that make... Um... Benoit and Malenko heels now because they're associated with Flair and the Horseman, and Flair's kind of a heel now.
0: They should do, but this is... And now Kidman and Malenko are going to... Uh, Kidman and Benoit are going to start. That and also corrected.
1: teamed up with the fact that Rey Mysterio and Billy Kidman are definitely faces. Mm.
0: Well, I think the fans are just going to experience this. This is four great wrestlers hopefully get the chance to shine in the co-main event of Nitro. Can show maybe what the future will be for Story. I think this is what it's all about now in 1999. He's trying to get rid of the kind of the old guys and moving on to see who the next generation will be. I think these four definitely, at this point in time, be called the future. You know, definitely got a lot of potential. Benoit, Irish whip, and Kidman into the corner.
1: But Benoit has been all over Billy Kidman since the get-go in this match, bouncing his head off the turnbuckle, giving him a series of chops, a few kicks to the chest and the jaw, back suplex attempt from Benoit. Kidman lands on his feet, hits the BK bomb. One, two. Oh, but Benoit kicks out. Ah. Rey Mysterio gets a tag in, and so does Malenko.
0: Well, Mysterio's had a different look every time we've seen him. He's still going for a combat look, but this time it's Dungarees he's wearing.
1: So, what's happened to Eddie Guerrero?
0: He's injured. He got injured at the start of the year, he involved a horrific car accident. But uh, Bishop said he's going to stick by him with his contract. But yeah, he's out the majority of 99. Jericho's not refused his contract, so he's not going to be involved in major storylines. Major, major storylines, uh, and you know, like I said, Benoit, Malenko here, but they have been used in tag team. But like you're saying, Ali Hills, Ali faces. Not really explained it, you know. So it's interesting to see what they do. The tag team titles on the line here, and you know, Kidman. I think there's a lot of potential. He a cruiserweight champion. Same with Ray. But what about Conan? we have not really seen him now. He's feuding with Disco Inferno. That's a that's a step down. Well, it's the injury, you know, costed him the match. But Ray's jumped to Cruiserweight Championship and then he went against world champion Flair. Now he's going to get the tag team title champion. So, you know, Ray's definitely been put in the right position this month. But will it last? Comes off the second right. Benoit ca- uh, catches him.
1: Hurricane Rana from Mysterio, though. Catches Malenko as he's on his way in. Turns his attention back to Benoit. Irish whips him into the corner.
0: Well, a heart attack into the power bomb there off the top. Mysterio may be out. Kidman watching on, but I think he's done. And Malenko just putting in position now.
1: No, right, Mysterio was playing Possum. Kicks him off. Tags in Kidman. Up top, huge knockdown to Malenko. Takes out Benoit, but gets caught by Dino.
0: And now Kidman turns it to the face buster. Going for the cover, but Benoit in there to stop it.
1: All right, so Benoit was in. Pulled Kidman off. Rey Mysterio comes in, and then the referee reprimands Rey Mysterio for it.
0: And the referee still hasn't got either Benoit or Malenko out, and now Mysterio takes Benoit out. a Corona Malenko's caught on that top rope, and he's got him. Oh!
1: A huge gut buster from the second rope.
0: Malenko in, but Mysterio managing to stop it. And now they're going to go to commercial, as Malenko, Benoit, Suplex Kidman.
1: Well, they hang him up over the top rope.
0: And it's Kidman that's been worked on in the combat. Now, big knee to the gut by Benoit. And sign of disrespect there. Benoit just snorting on Kidman. Ice sure rip into the corner. And again, Benoit. taking in Malenko. Working like a well-oiled team.
1: They're working like hills. Lots of
0: empty seats.
1: Delayed suplex from Malenko. Well, they seem Bret I don't need to see anything else now.
0: <laughs> to be fair, that's probably it, yeah. you got your main event of... Um, DDP versus Flair. Is it or Hogan? One or the other. Hogan. Hogan versus DDP. So, yeah, maybe fans. <coughs> Just going to wait for a while. Malenko now suplex to Kidman.
1: Oh, back body drop. Float side for the cover. Two. Oh, but Kidman kicks out.
0: Ah, uh, Malenko, such a skilled guy. A shame. Maybe personality was missing a little bit. But I think it would have worked well in a tag team. And now Kidman, sunset flip to Malenko.
2: The
1: Iceman.
0: The Iceman managed to get up at two. Two. Then with a clothesline, just putting Billy down. Now Malenko tags in Benoit.
1: Both men just lift uh, Kidman up about ten foot in the air.
0: At least twelve
1: foot. Dropping face first onto the mat. Benoit with a cover, but uh, Kidman managing to kick out.
0: Uh Ah. Now Benoit might be getting a little bit frustrated, but just hits him with a gut buster. Now Irish rip to Kidman, shot to the gut.
1: And again, Drapes Kidman over the top rope.
0: He is. He's been putting on a little bit. Looks in great shape at the moment, does Benoit. We cannot confirm nor deny. <laughs> and Kidman get thrown outside to the wolf of Malenko. Now Benoit Malenko
1: picking up Kidman, but oh! oh, both looking to probably power bomb him. But Kidman managing to kick them both down. And now Takes we... in Mysterio.
0: And now Ray's in, and he's quick as a hiccup.
1: He's on fire,
0: Ben. And he's in we've seen Dusty Ross come back and now Mysterio's in there, baby. Gets the first Irish whip. Tilt a world, but turned. Mysterio, Hurricane Runner. Sends Benoit to the outside. Kidman gets Irish whipped, but sent
2: out.
1: Takes out Benoit. Malinko over tilt a well backbreaker to Mysterio. Goes for the cover. Referees oh. distracted.
0: And I think that could have been job done then. Benoit sent it to Barry Cade. Irish whip. Mysterio
1: hangs up Malinko on that top rope. Here comes Raven and Saturn. Mysterio going up. He's caught in a powerbomb. Texas Cloverleaf locked in. Raven's in. Even flow DDT. Fans love
0: it. Well, what's Saturn and Raven doing here? I know they've had their problems with Malinko and Benoit. Mysterio into the cover. One. Two. two, three. Three. Oh! And we've got new tag team champions, <laughs> for Mysterio.
1: What? No. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that, Dan? Absolutely love it. I mean, <laughs> Rey Mysterio is current cruiserweight champion and tag champion,
0: and he faced the world heavyweight champion last week on Nitro. It's been a hot march for him. Um, what you know? I don't think it was a bad match at all. You know, no definite hills there. But it worked out well, and Kidman Mysterio on a roll now. I think it's good for WWE doing it, don't you? don't you?
1: Oh, certainly, yeah. It does seem like trying to push the future.
0: Yeah. And I think this is good, and we get moments like that. Well, up next, it's Nitro Girls. And then match A is Hollywood Hulk Hogan versus DDP uh, with World Heavyweight Champion Ric Flair at ringside. Mike Buffard does the honours, and this is just a basic Hogan match, really, against DDP. It seems to be a bit problem in the crowd at the moment. That's what the fans are focusing on. Well, DDP can't keep Hogan down. Oh, my God. And Hogan's got a leg. Even contest so far between these two men. Flair working who maybe who's going to be the number one contender. Coming up next, Hogan like, rolling up DDP. He's got him. No, like, Page turning it. to Oh. But Hogan managed to kick out. Uh-huh. And we haven't seen Page in a while. Like I said, Steiner to come out. But he's coming back. For the World Championship.
1: Flair's out to do the dirty on Hogan. DDP doesn't want any of it. He wants a clean match straight down the middle.
0: Well, he calls himself the people champion. He wants to prove everybody. And, oh, Irish whip reversed. Into the referee. And now Page is down. And now Hogan hulking up. Flair's in the ring with a chair. Charles Thompson pretending he can't see anything. Turning a blind eye and just touches Page with, like, the weakest chair shot in history. And now it's Flair and Hogan going at it. And Charles Robinson's definitely... And Hogan not having it. Hulking up on Flair now. And he's blocked and out. Irish whip, kick to Flair. The fans are throwing tennis balls into the ring. They're throwing all sorts of trash in. Leg drop on Page. Robinson's not counting. And Hogan's had enough. What's Robinson with a big right hand? Go for the cover on Page. The other three's for coming. One, two, three. Page is pinned by Hogan... When it could have maybe ended in DQ, decided not to. Hogan is the man again.
1: So just when WCW were getting so much right, they put Hogan over Paige.
0: Yeah. And we're not saying Paige is the greatest, you know, youngest talent or whatever, but he's new to the main event scene. And it didn't really make sense. And Hogan's here celebrating. And you can see the rubbish getting thrown in. And, you know, a few positives. You know, Mysterio, Kidman, Booker T... Uh, you know, even Jericho to a lesser extent, and then it's let down by Flair and Hogan, Buff Bagwell, Lex Luger. So, Dan, that is it. That's the last main event for Nitro. What have your thoughts on WSW in March?
1: Um, You know, as I say, it's, it's had a few good moments. You know, Rey Mysterio versus Kidman, absolute barn burner of a match. Mysterio and Kidman winning the tag titles as well. It's something that shows they're looking for the future. Goldberg, Brett, I think it's a bit of excitement, you know, you know there's going to be a match down the line between them two, and Goldberg's going to ultimately come out on top. But it's not, anywhere near the entertainment factor that WWEF has got at the moment.
0: No, I mean, if you could be... You know, we don't compare the two because it's not fair, but, like, every character in WF has got a storyline or a goal where they're going to, and it's just severely lacking in WWE. And the character that you do like WWE WCW either featured one week or, or, or not the next all the kind of faces and then heels or kind of like the feature with different people. Like we saw Ric Flair, we saw Mysterio involved in a, in a tag team title match, Cruiserweight title match and a world title match. That's good. But then we see Goldberg involved in like the Rick Steiner, Scott Steiner feud. We see him involved with, with you know, Hulk Hogan and in and, in and, and, and Kevin Nash. And then just against Hack as well, you know. But
1: on about comparing them, Ric Flair is a power mad president who's like, you know, it's his way... Or it's no way, basically. And he's, it seems like he's trying to rip off what McMahon's doing in WWE. And then, like, you know, you've got the corporation stable, but that's kind of like NWO. So you've got two elements of them, but they couldn't be further apart.
0: Well, and, and this is the thing as well. The problem with WWE do know less, less now, and sometimes is that if you have someone in charge like a power-hungry person or, or someone like dictating that as a hill, then then you when you change it up, you need a kind of baby face for a little while just to bring it back to status quo. And ever since Bischoff, you know, kind of been with NWO and they've been in control, and now it's turned to Ric Flair, it's nothing different, you know. And the reason Mr McMahon worked so special it was different from everything we've seen. And then you see with the storyline, you know, Mr McMahon is not going to be around for long because WF realised, you know, we, we can't have him that often. It's it's ironic. It would happen later on in years, but at the time, WWE are like, right? We had this got Bischoff who wanted control. Now we've got Flair wants control, and it's got kind of, You want something a little bit different. But I still think it's entertaining at this point. It's not jumped the shark just yet. There's really annoying things, but WWE is still watchable. Do you know what I mean? Nitro passable at this point.
1: Nitro's better than what Impact is now.
0: I think Nitro could be better in parts than what Raw is now. Yeah, you know what I mean. In yeah, in argument's yeah. sake, with with what we've seen, you know, main events wise, I would have much rather seen uh, someone like Goldberg versus uh, Mysterio versus Flair in the main event. It would have been a lot more interesting than the kind of stuff we're getting week in, week out now on Raws and Smackdowns.
1: But you know, to be fair to the product, Raw and Smackdown have been the last couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, is you know, I would say, and Nitro goes in and out as well. So you know, we can't really have a go and think it does change. If you have the chance to evolve. But that is it for everything now on the WNR two oh seven. Uh, don't forget our next episode will be WWE Fastlane, where James does go free and O against Dan. But don't forget you can follow us on Twitter at WWE Network Review or
1: at Vince McDan, WWE.
0: I'm at J underscore across all the Google platforms. Send us an email to WR Podcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook?
1: Yes, Facebook, you can find our page and give us a like with a WWE Network Review Podcast. You can come and find me and add me as a friend. I am Vince McDown.
0: Subscribe to our YouTube channel, WNet review Podcast. We've got clips on there. Podcast got at the same time on YouTube. do other places like SoundCloud. On your phone. Speaker Radio. We've got a live show, WrestleMania and NXT coming up. Stitcher Radio and iTunes. We can download, subscribe, rate and review there. But that is it. Don't forget, next episode is Fastlane. But until then, I have been James Rollins, And as always, always joined by... Dan Mike. Right. Thanks for this, everybody. And bye. Bye.